Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Normally, always say you find bodies laying everywhere. There's none of that. Yeah, they're just lying. In Nepal? Is it in Nepal? Is that what? Yeah, I was appalled. They lied. Wow. Yeah. So Scott (laughs) scaled Everest yesterday. That's where he was. Cool. That's why I'm wearing tennis rackets on my feet. Um. Rafe on time. Look at you. Look at you, buddy. Hey. New year, new me. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I was in the car whenever he was at the very end of your apology, about, and she said that John Hewlett used to be late all the time, so you revoked that. But what, what exactly went down? I missed the whole. Uh, uh, I did not arrive to work until 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you, got you know I love that, right? 6 a.m. Oh, no. Mountain time, which I thought <laughs> points should have been awarded uh, for. Yeah. But Whatever. No, no. No, we're not on mountain time, Rafe. Uh, no, this is central time. It's Riz Central. Oh, Riz Central. <laughs> so I figured, uh, Rafe, and I'm going to start this new tradition. We begin with Rafe. Okay. Being that Rafe was was late yesterday. Mm. Mm. You will now wear the clock of shame. Uh, this no. of the week. Shame. Shame clock. Oh, shame clock. Shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> shame. Pass it around. Shame. Oh, I'm going to put it on you. Shame. Here, hold on. Shame. Mm. This is for you, Rafe. Shame. 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 
Oh man, it's so good. The clock of shame. Clock of shame. I wear it with pride. Wow. I wear the clock of shame. Uh, (laughs) Rafey, Rafe. That's all I'm thinking of right now. For a flavor flight. You have to wear transgression that in no way was overreacted to or. Are you out of Damn. your mind? Ooh. Whoa. Oh, dude, you know what's crazy? Oh, Nothing. shift. Shift. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no shift. This is wild that the clock of shame came out today because I actually, I went and checked our mailbox right before work. This is crazy. Something actually came for you, which is weird. Just like, you know what? I believe in synchronicity. And that's for me? Yeah, it said Mr. A gift for it me? It said Mr. Perfect on it, so I opened it thinking oh. it was for me, and then I No, because you were late yesterday, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that title has been revoked. Huh. <laughs> I think it's an early Christmas present from Santa Okay, Claus. go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, wow bribery. Dang, cool. that is nice. Yeah, just open that up. And, and it says ho nice, on it. Nice. Yeah, not a nice name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Santa Claus knows you. Just oh, something. Yeah, pull that out, man. I think it's, uh, frame. it's a long overdue. Goodness. I think it's something that's long overdue. Oh, I can't wow. wait. Uh, this is it. Interesting. Wow. Double wrapped. Double wrapped. Wrapped and bagged. Wrapped and bagged. See, for me, I'm so lazy. Yeah, it's it's, it's one or the other. I'm going to wrap it or I'm going to bag it. Oh, I think it's something that's long overdue. Yeah, dude. For you, uh, it's my perfect attendance award. Oh, nice! Wow, oh, that's very. That that's frame beautiful. is You're gorgeous. kidding me. That's really nice. Certificate of achievement presented to Scott Dana Rizzuto. Twenty years perfect attendance <laughs> in radio. Wow. In radio. And look who it's signed by. Guillermo Marconi. Yeah, the wow. inventor of the radio. Oh, dude. Bro. That's that a is a high honor, this and I gotta great. say, long overdue, pal. That is so Congratulations, nice. man. Congratulations, man. I'm going to take all those RFT awards. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They're yeah. all coming down, and this is going up. That's yeah, going yeah. right by, uh, right over your desk. My yeah, A-list, my A-list awards yeah, all going to come it, down. Does this guy know how to party yeah. or what? Wow. That's, that's not a nerd award at all. That's that is a guy that knows how to party. It's a 200-year-old frame. Did you get this at Goodwill? No. Dude, this is awesome. This was given by the record. This is Marconi gave yeah, this. I mean, I don't know anything about it. I just found it in the mailbox. For real, that is the coolest fl- yeah, frame. That frame we rules. need this frame for. Well, that fit our certificate. Can, can we buy five more of these? We need these for all well, sorts of things. That fit our. Uh, I mean, I can find them. First timers. Our second timers, third timers certificate. <laughs> oh, probably. Hmm. Well, you're going to take, nice. take that prestigious award out no. of the frame. I love how it says. Perfect attendance, and then before that, written 20 years, and then it says, at radio. At radio. At radio. <laughs> 20 years at radio. Perfect. I love that, dude. Well, That's thanks. so good. Whoever. Yeah, whoever. The Marconi. Santa Claus. Thanks, the Marconi, Marconi uh, yeah. Foundation. From, dude, the gro- just, from the grave. That's brilliant. I just feel like it's, uh, you've talked about it so much, and I feel like it's, it was long overdue, man, so I'm glad you finally got it. It's probably been lost in the mail. Yep. That's my guess. Man. Coincidentally, came yesterday. Yeah. That's C- congrats, good. man. I years. would like to thank yeah. my alarm clock oh. for your speech. <laughs> that one alarm. For being there for me uh, every morning mm. for the past 20 years, waking me up when I should wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. God. Glorious. You're not going to thank your circadian rhythm or your... Oh, no, I'm getting there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Your agent. I would your, also like to thank levels. my circadian rhythm for <laughs> most days waking me up 10 minutes before my alarm were to go off. Mm. Mm. So thank you. The mountainous amount of guilt that... Uh, Deters you from being late. That's right. Thanks to everyone who helped make this possible. You made and it of possible. of course, my lovely wife, ah. who's been next to me, oh. sawing logs as I get up, yeah. and cry in the shower every morning for 20 years. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Incre- incredible. incredible. Thank you, guys. Wow. Pretty cool, man. Perfect attendance. What an honor. And do that clock of shame looks great around your neck. Woo! I like it. <laughs>
Mm. Clock of shame. Here, actually, can you hold that up again? I just want to take oh, a photo take for a the socials. Yeah, how I long? Mean, people need to see what kind yeah. of glorious. We'll take a photo on the break of the clock of shame and the official. Mm. How long does one need to uh, Very cool. to wear the clock of shame? Is this Until a... the end of the week. Oh, wow. It's a three so days. It's, be... it's three days minimum. Oh, okay. So, I was if, say, he, so uh, if you're going to be late, be late on a Friday? If he's late on a Friday, I'll have to wear it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. You mean if anybody's late? If anybody's now, late. Now you're like, <laughs> now you're picking on well, him. Rafe is top, listen, <laughs> Rafe is top of mind. Shame. Mm. <laughs> Shame. Sorry. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, I forgot the uh, the shame chick from Game of Thrones. Shame. Rebecca Remember how that ended? Yeah. Shame. Rebecca from... Shannon uh, Waddingham. Ted Lasso. Remember Ted Lasso. how that ended for the monks? Did not end Shamed well. Her. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we going to shave Rafe later? Veiled oh. threats. You got wildfire got somewhere? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cersei got... Beware the wildfire. No, he's talking about the monks who... He's who, talking about the wildfire. The people who did the shaming. The, the Sept of Baelor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, they all lived happily ever after, right? They that. made a lot of money. You're going to give me a million they, bucks. They retired to Florida. Seven. Is that what happened? They all went to Florida. <laughs> they all went to Florida. Opened up a jet ski rental company. Wrote a successful memoir. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking to uh, one of our coworkers in the... Uh, in the in the kitchen before the show, and he was... Uh, I, he wasn't complaining. He was like, uh, you know... I got to do a, you know, I got to go to a wedding on New Year's Eve. I said, that's become a thing. Holiday weddings where people like New Year's Eve weddings. That's like the third or fourth New Year's Eve wedding I've heard about. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And I can see it being good and bad. I mean, some people you're going to offend because maybe they have some sort of tradition or something and you're basically making their plans, their holiday plans. And then there's other people probably like, oh, cool. I wanted to do something and you guys did the planning for me. Thank you. And this will be fun. You planned a party that I get to eat at for free. I'll bring you a gift. We're gonna we're, we're gonna party and bring in the new year. So it's like I, a, I'm okay with it. It's probably a now nah, he's got to go to Cincinnati, which sucks. Oh yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, new Year's Eve Never in Cincinnati—that's the place. Never mind. That. So I hear it's got to be within twenty town, miles. Man. Never been. It needs to be within twenty miles. But I don't mind. I don't mind the New Year's Eve wedding. Mm. What holiday would you mind? Like 4th of July or... No, no. Probably Christmas. I've been to a Halloween wedding. That, that sounds cool. Like on Halloween? Yeah, fun. Yeah, that's all right. Everybody had kind of like a little flair of Halloween to their niceness, you know? Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Was it a weekday or a weekend? It was weekend. Oh. Might be cool to have it on a weekday because... I've been to a... I've been to a have you been to a weekday wedding? I had a weekday wedding. It was awesome. There's been a lot of Friday weddings because it was like a tenth of the price. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's the only reason why you do a weekday wedding, <laughs> yeah. and you invite a handful of people. That's yeah, a, yeah, that's it. Maybe a section off uh, a place at Apple, a section off a uh, little couple tables at Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. couple two three. It was couple two three tables push them together. It's fine. <laughs> it was Ruby Tuesday. Uh, the weirdest wedding I was at was a Sunday morning wedding, uh, where the bride and groom clearly hated each other. What? Oh, was, wow. what do you mean? It was a wedding of misery. Oh, explain. Oh, she was pregnant. You would enjoy that. I enjoyed it. Seems like I'd be right up your house. Like, I enjoyed it. I was sitting there with my brother-in-law. I'm like, they hate each other. She yeah. was pregnant? She was pregnant, like very pregnant. Okay. He clearly didn't. There was no love. Oh, you ever been to a wedding no. with no love? No. Like, no love at all. At all. 
I don't think I, I have, know. man. Yeah. No. That would be memorable. Yeah. I would oh, be like, I, does, does anybody yeah. object? I'd be like, this yeah. is awful. <laughs> I just feel like everybody's face would be like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just mouth it was a They're still married, too. Really? No, these people divorced oh. pretty quickly. You could tell. Uh, it was Sunday morning when the wedding was done by like two o'clock. Everybody was out. Wow, I've been to I've been to weddings with crazy people that shouldn't be together because you know two crazy makes ten crazy. Mm. Uh, or it cancels out. Yeah, not in these cases. <laughs> Both of these cases, that I'm thinking about no. Oh. Crazy times ten. I've never been in a loveless. It was wedding. this was clearly loveless. Mm, that's a bummer. My friend married man. his longtime girlfriend that, man, just at each other's throats 24-7. Just the meanest, nastiest things you could say, to, but would never break up. And they just, I, it was almost like a spite marriage, like who's like a chicken marriage. Yeah, I hate you. I'll marry you. Well, go ahead. I don't care. Marry me. I dare you. Yeah, I dare, dare you. You, <laughs> you wouldn't you even do it. I almost felt like that. <laughs> <laughs> and where it was just like every, you couldn't be around them. They were like, they would say the most vile things to each other. Oh, like me, I mean, deal breakers, dude. They're still, the, and they're still going. Still going. Kids. Yeah, and I'm talking 20 plus years. And they, are they miserable to be around? Uh, haven't been around them in a while, but I can't imagine that things have turned around. I'm good friends with other siblings of theirs, and they're like, yeah, they... They're miserable. What, hmm. if, what if they're the sweetest now? Uh, what, they're what? not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Word on the street is they ain't. No, I and I do like being around a couple that are totally honest with each other. Like they bicker, mm -hmm. hey, but it's like a fun kind of bickering. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's like you and your wife. Like me and my wife, like we poke at each other. You guys are great to be around because she just keeps it so real, and you both are real sweet to each other too. So it's like right. a balance of like real brash honesty when mm -hmm. needed, but then this beautiful like sure. love too. Yeah, it's good. Sure, that's our uh, what was it? Love language. Mm -hmm. Yelling at each other, <laughs> and then you're being sweet to each other. Right, that's good. But yeah, this this was she was like seven and a half, eight months pregnant. He did not smile the entire time. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness! What the heck? It, it was awful. Why have a wedding? <laughs> why why not just yeah? Why just lock it down? It? Just or well, like like why? Well, well, this I'm, was maybe a pregnancy was, thing, and it was maybe, a yeah, shotgun thing wedding. Maybe there was pressure. Yeah, maybe maybe there's pressure. Maybe there's all that kind of stuff. These were two Russians. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so so they needed a so they felt that they needed a ceremony. I guess, I guess so. <sighs> no, it was it was bad. Um, the next wedding I do have coming up is in May. I'm looking forward to it's a destination wedding. Oh, good. In the Dominican. Ooh. So aside from my own, this will be the second destination wedding. Hopefully that I will see through to the end. Mm -hmm. mm. You ever wow. the story of me going to Jamaica? Oh, yeah. My best friend's wedding and it getting called off yep. the day before when everybody was there. That was awful. Yeah, that sucks. Now, this couple, <laughs> this couple that are they're getting married in. It's kind of funny, though. Man. This couple, they're getting married in, in Dominican in May. That I could, they're they're going to make it. Good. But do you have any weddings coming up? June. June. Yeah, I got to go up to... Uh, this little town in Wisconsin. I, I can't even remember what it's called, but uh, yeah, I don't know where I'm flying into and how I'm getting there. But the, apparently it's a really cool beer town, so stoked hmm. for that. What is the worst thing a guest can do at a wedding? Aside sleep from the broom, uh, aside, aside of, you know, next is sleeping with the groom or bride. Oh, right, right. right. Or you're not supposed to do that. No, you're not supposed to do that. Okay. You know what? Probably something on the mic, don't you think? 
Yeah, I was gonna say anytime they put gnarly. the attention on them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. off the bride and groom. Anything to do that where it man. becomes about them. I saw a best man speech that was not delivered by the oh, best yeah. man, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, was the best man like hammered and couldn't um, and was incapacitated? I don't know. I I don't remember the the hammer the 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 hammeredness being a, uh, like an excuse or something. It was just like this like, whoa, where's he going with this? And then whoa. Brought up a past relationship of hers. Whoa! Brought up another oh, one. Like that. Okay. Whoa! Made it about you. Like nice. it was like a. <laughs> what? Stop while you're ahead. Stop it. Like you. Know, like the true friends yeah. were probably over in the corner going like this. You know, doing like, the cut it, it out, man. Wrap it up. Well, it's buddy. like Steve Buscemi and uh, the Wedding Singer. Yeah. Thank you very much. No lessons, pop. Yeah. The better man. <laughs> that the better whole man comes up with the guitar. Yeah, dude. That's how. That's <laughs> that's how it felt. <laughs> well, a survey looked into wedding etiquette. And I would think, like, all right, getting completely hammered and making an ass out of yourself would probably be high on the list of, yeah. of bad things a guest could do. But it did make the list, but not number one. Uh, the biggest faux pas that you could make is ignoring the invite and not RSVPing. This happened a couple uh. weeks ago at my cousin's wedding. I was down in West Frankfurt, and my cousin got married, and half the room didn't show up. I'm, and it was like they no showed. They no showed. What? And it was kind of like odd. And we didn't find out till a couple days after when my aunt said, "Yeah, a lot of people didn't RSVP." So they had place settings and food and all sorts of stuff set up for like fifty people that did not show. Uh, well, if, if that many people didn't RSVP, maybe something happened. Yeah, like the mail. Uh, oh, okay. Nobody picked, bothered to pick up the phone and like call some of these people? No. I mean, they were just like, okay. And, and said they just spent money and put place settings? There was a Facebook post that was like, hey, RSVP if you have it. I don't think they wanted to like individually call out people, like literally call them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll admit I am terrible at that. I, I, I may have been guilty of that. Not that? RSVPing? Right. Yeah. Well, and and here's, there's, is, there, is no no, there is no excuse. But here's why it ha- tends to happen to me because I'm I never know my dates. I get save the dates or whatever like a year and a half ahead, and then I'll have management of two different bands. That's why you got to put that stuff on the fridge and well, plan around I, it. I, and and I do, but but then I'll have management from my bands say, hey, you need to reserve these dates or hold these dates. Well, I know no for a fact that fifty percent of those shame. dates won't won't go through. Shame. Yeah, you're right. Shame. I, uh, shameful. Shame. Shameful behavior. We all have busy schedules. Which is why you shouldn't invite me. But, uh, yes, busy schedules. I understand. We all have busy schedules. But very few of us have schedules where you you have two different people telling you to gray out days. And then people are trying to book you. And you're like, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, this is held for this band. This is held for this festival. And then it comes you down to You need somebody to, to organize you. You kind of do have time blindness in that way. Because even, like, small little meetings around here, like, you are a busy guy. I'm not saying you're not. We're but all like, busy. But, I, but, I, but we're all busy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I get that. But I'm, I'm it's like the... I'm at like this this weird teeter, and I'm sure this is super relatable to our listeners that I have like so much going on and not enough money to make to to have somebody help me with that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm in like this this. I don't know. It's calendar. I'm in this rough part of I the have a Everest climb. Helps me. <laughs> a calendar helps me, dude. I have t- I have two or three different calendars. Well, maybe I, you need one calendar. No, no, no. Maybe just, you need a main calendar. Come on, man. We um, we can crash on me forever. About, about oh, this. No. I'm not good. I'm getting better. No, I just I just assume. I, here's me getting to know Moon. Shame. I just assume he's not gonna be there. <laughs> like, listen, I try to be there, but I I have to prioritize things, and like certain things have been booked for X amount of time. And we're gonna and whatever. give you the calendar of shame. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the worst. I get it. I'm the worst. You only have to wear. It is hard when you get days. to that point where 
an assistant would be helpful, but there's but I can't afford it. No way you could ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm at the point where I need one and I can't afford one. Yeah, so it's like you know. I've been looking into the uh, should virtual assistants. Should get a assistants. life intern? Yeah, we should get a life intern. I've been looking yeah. at the virtual assistants and all that kind of stuff and pricing that out. And I got a couple of buddies that have made that jump, and it's like made a huge, uh, a huge difference in their business. But I'm, I don't, I'm not even operating I, in that type I, of business know, where it would pay off. You could put like on your calendar. Okay, so Goldfinger says to block out these dates, and I have all of those. And sometimes I won't have those confirmed until just a couple months before. And weddings, dude, like. Then I got to track down, okay, was this an Evite? Was this a text thing? Well, then you put, when you get the thing, you put that in your calendar. This is all very triggering That's for me. Potential. I have my calendar out right now, and I have a couple of notes that I'm making yes. for myself. Then you put that in your calendar. Dude, I, I, I have, I'm, I'm getting all this system down. I, I really am. And you guys are making me sound like I'm really, really, really bad. I'm not no, making, I'm but, not I'm making not it sound. Really, I think really, Moon really is bad. making himself no, you, sound like it. <laughs> I mean, but that that is one of the pet peeves for a lot of people, when people, like, aren't there, that don't show up and don't have time, because, like, it's always that, like, we have, everybody has busy schedules and little things that slide through the cracks. And lately, like, I've been letting things slide, and I'm like, who the hell am I now? You know, because I'm normally pretty buttoned up. Yeah, so, me too. I don't know, man. 2024, let's do better. I would love for you all to follow me for a day. Anybody that would like to criticize or, or gets triggered when I, I aren't able to go to their thing or whatever, I'd, I'd love for you to follow me. Nah, you're trying to trick me to be in your assistant. Bring yeah. it. Ah! I'd love uh, you to follow me. And bring a notepad yeah. and a paper. I'd love you to like handle my. <laughs> I'd love you to handle my social media for a di- for a week. Yes, please. Wait a second. Am I your assistant now? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to want you to see what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Just, why just, don't you just sign this contract for one year. Yeah, just three weeks. Just three weeks. No, we're all busy. <laughs> Look, I got kids with eight thousand different activities. You know, this job takes up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Shame. Shame. Uh, okay, so <laughs> wedding etiquette. Not RSVPing. Moon's not getting invited anywhere anymore. Uh, dress co- when the dress code is formal. But you dress casual, like mm. you show up in jeans. That's the worst. <laughs> I think. Oh, man. Yeah. We already said stealing the thunder, right? Yeah. Oh, that, that'll that that'll be coming up. Like proposing Especially or something. Especially on the like mic. Or, or, or like a. I've seen a proposal at a wedding. Oh, that's one, like, of the, dude, that's, that, one of, that's one of the. That's the worst. That would make a bride just want to red wedding you right there. Just. Was it during a speech? Because we heard about that. We had a friend. Uh, we had a friend. It was like the that. best man proposed. To, it was yeah, not good. That's the worst. I was like, bro, what are you? How do you not? What are you doing? So we had two weddings this year, both of which I was out of town for for Goldfinger shows. Both of which I really, really wanted to go to. I've never wanted to go to weddings as bad as I wanted to go to these two. Like close friends, people I really wanted to support. Weddings that I knew would be a great time. Per, like perfect zone. Friends I haven't seen in a while. That that whole thing. What do we do for gifts? Is it six months? You get six months to give a gift? What's, what's the rule? I think, I think it's six months. You don't have the etiquette rule in, in this? I don't handbook? have the etiquette rule, but I, I think we've looked it up before. It's like six months. You have six months to send it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You still in the zone? I thought that was replying to thank you notes. What is that? Is that six months from the wedding? Like, I think so too, right? Yeah, thanking gifts, thanking for the so gifts. Again, why don't you just like... Send a gift. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what we're planning well, to do. Okay, so you couldn't go to the wedding. Why did you just send a gift? Then? For Yeah, then. Yeah, that would have been wise. When it's like time. See, this is, your, this is your problem. I'll tell you your problem. I have a lot of problems. When things are top of mind, just do it. It's like letting, It's like putting the mail. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like getting the mail from the mailbox and putting it on the counter where everything goes. And then you go, oh, my God, I forgot to do the mail. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. things get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, lost in the shuffle. You're right. You want to go lost. around the room and tell all of us our problems? It's a big shuffle. Like, no, you all right. got I'm, problems. I'm oh, the I worst. Know. Oh, I got problems, too. 
Let's play butthurt game. This, I mean, we might as well. We're already. Yeah, we're already there. We're already there. My butt is unhurt. <laughs> Mine is. You know what my butt looks like? Like I have ringworm because there's so many shots. Oh, All over. Four shots yesterday. I was looking at my yesterday. ass yesterday. Dude, you just have ringworm. I, and I go, oh my God, I don't want to get naked ever again in front of my husband because of how gross things are looking. Back to you. <laughs> Steven on the you chat. You make it seem like you like you came back from war. Dude, my ass just came back from war. <laughs> now that the world is through with me. Metallica 1 is playing at her house. I just, I pulled my pants out and the theme of MASH started playing. Like, it was just, uh, it looks triage. so bad back there. What's the name of that song? Suicide is Painless? It's painless, Suicide yeah. Oh. Painless. Da, na, na, yeah, as you pull your pants da, out, I see da, the four. Tim's going, let's get it on. No! Airlifting learns ass out in the chopper. <laughs> Turn the lights off. <laughs> thank you cards are one year. We, we lost a lot of good Thank you cards there. are one year? Yeah. After the wedding. So says Sally. And I believe her. And I and I, I remember hearing the gifts was, was six months. Steven in the chat says, Moon, you're uninvited to my wedding that was four years See? ago. Here mm. we go. Uh, thank you for letting me off the hook. Okay, so so what are the full pause? Dress code is formal, but you, you dress down like jeans. Uh-huh. Overall. And you stick out like a sore thumb. Been to weddings like that, too. Yes. Oh, I guess wearing a T-shirt is acceptable. La- At some places. <laughs> My cousin's last wedding that was in West Frankfurt that I was talking about, there were people in overalls, and then we didn't know what to do because we wanted to kind of look fancy, but we don't want to look too fancy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you want to kind of blend in. Have you ever been uninvited from anything? No. I got uninvited for one from one, and it was A, a relief, mm-hmm. and B, not as if I was not offen- as offended as I as you would think you would be. One, because I didn't want to go. And, and two, um, they had changed venues. And had to cut a hundred people. A hundred people. Oh, you made that. You were, you and were I cut. I was like, sweet, yeah. dude, I'm on the cut list. Well, it depends on like how close the person is. Uh, close enough to be invited and far enough to be uninvited. To be cut. It was like I was in the zone. It was, t- it was a reasonable zone to be in. I just remember at my wedding, you didn't show up for that. It was yeah, during 2020. Oh, I was not okay. allowed out of the house. I was there. I have a picture of myself <laughs> yeah. watching you on For, TV. I we was in a suit, it. dude. We all remember the whole family dressed yeah, up in no, a suit. We got a picture too. with the TV with you and with you and Alice. Yeah, I wore a suit too. March 28th. Very awesome. I wore a suit. That uh, was the greatest. That was I'm actually great. Wearing something fancier or more extravagant than the couple. Mm. Oh, outdoing them. Outdoing the couple. I can't help. Or them. like uh, somebody wearing white. Isn't that for ladies? I don't like that rule anymore. Because some people just look gorgeous in white, and they should be able to wear it. And I don't think it takes away from anyone. Hmm. The, the groom can wear white, right? What so, about like a but it's a bright tradition. red dress? Bright, yeah, it's fine. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's a faux pas. Red? I feel like I've heard that somewhere of like showing up in like a hot, you know, something that is like a very like a. Bright red Jessica Rabbit dress or something to like mm. someone else's wedding. I thought you're supposed to look hot at weddings. Hell yeah. Yeah, but I I think women try to like mute mute these muted colors as to not try to to not like draw the eye the away from the bride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I, not. I don't know if it's a rule or not. I just feel like I heard that somewhere. I Maybe not draw attention away from the bride, but the other bitches at the wedding. Hell oh yeah, yeah. I'm you know what I'm them. About. <laughs> I had leopard print on at the last wedding I went to. It's kind of flashy. Duster leopard, leopard print. Yeah. Leopard print. Oh, that's cool. Man. Can't go wrong with it, man. It's or awesome. a black dress. It's fine. I didn't hear about the red dress. I know the white, the white dress. I like weddings where they, they tell you what to do. Hey, it's a black and white wedding, so everybody wear black or white. Right? Yeah, you know the rules. That's kind of cool. In. Yeah. Yeah. What if you see black tie? Oh yeah, gotta get oh, one. Oh man, I've been to a couple black ties. That's why I bought the tux. Yeah, those are. Uh... Do you have to have a tux at a black tie? 
That's what black tie means. Why don't they just say tux then? Oh, it's very confusing. You guys all got suits? Because if you're in, you got it. Not anymore. You don't have to. I have a suit. Be kind of cute to yeah, I got dress I did, up. I did ten pounds ago. Nah. For the last show or something. I don't mind no, suiting up. No, that would not be. Cool. Oh, I'm not wearing my suit here. It's only oh. for funerals and weddings. Well, it's also 2003, bro. It, no, not like, the tux. No, oh, I got okay. A suit. I was like, oh, well, you've let me borrow that a few times, and it ain't in style no more. It's baggy. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's baggy in all three two thousand ways. <laughs> two thousand three, two thousand four. You got it at JW's. <laughs> no, it's a nice tux. I, I mean, it's, it just screams two thousand three. For the time, it was nice. It was the style back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a nice suit. I'm not saying it's not a nice suit. I'm just saying you would look like you've gotten the time machine to the wrong time. That you don't, you don't, that's not, no. It's not uh, even Listen, I'm not saying that I'm important, but I was invited to many black tie weddings. That's, yeah. a, okay. that's the one with the dancing bear and all that stuff, right? Enough. That No, that wasn't, the dancing bear was at an anniversary. It was oh. at a 50th anniversary. Oh. Mm. Whoa, someone said wearing a red dress to a wedding means you slept with the groom. Wow. Like it's craft. I'm what gonna a quit signal. wearing my red it's not dress. True, is it? What a signal, dude! I went to one. Uh, that's that's have, wild. Have you been to one where the they have a anytime it's like a black tie or something close to a black tie? The the one step down is a cocktail hour. You seen that, right? Where it's like a cocktail hour in a different place. I think they do that over on uh, Windows on Washington. Have you ever been? You ever been? To yeah, that? yeah, yeah. So it's like a fancy thing, but they do a cocktail hour in a, in a different floor. And then they're like, okay, everyone, let's take the elevators I to love the that. next video. I love a good cocktail hour. Me too. Me I would too. rather have a good cocktail hour than a good dinner. Me too. I love yeah. pass hors oh, I love pass around. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you like a little sandwich? Yes, I would. Yeah, someone I love in a bow tie, hand me something. There's nothing more annoying to me than when I go to a wedding and it's like a 1, 1 p.m. wedding. And the reception is at like 7 o'clock or yes. 6 o'clock. Because they're doing, like, all their pictures. I'm like, wait, there's a four-hour halftime yeah. at your wedding that I got to go stay in this suit and got to go to, like, some local bar or, right. you know. Yeah. I don't like we that gotta, I'm like, make it. You got to do back-to-back, dude. Unless Have the cocktail you. hour. Then the reception starts. That's danger zone for me because that's when I get really drunk. Yes. Like that, that time. That four that, hours. That four hours. That's when Riz gets sloppy. Which I think is also a faux pas at a wedding, I'm sure. Which happens all the time is, like. One person gets a little too, three sheets to the wind, yep. and then they become. Yeah, number four is is getting too drunk. What about skipping? Most the say ceremony? it's rude. Most say it's rude. Nineteen um, percent of people, by the way, getting too drunk at a wedding think it's fine. Uh, skipping the ceremony and just going to the reception. I did that, but I also wasn't invited, so technically I was a wedding crasher. Mm. And this was a buddy who just didn't have room for me, or wife didn't like me. I don't know. Um, and. I was texting some guys that were there, Scott being one of them, and they were like, dude, you should just come. We're, at, we're partying at the reception. And I said, ooh, is that okay? And asked the groom. And he was like, yeah, definitely get here. Oh. So we crashed the wedding. I mean, I mean, you know, I didn't eat. Right. Yeah. So I felt fine. And I brought a gift. And I brought a gift. It was, it was a car kids, with money in it. When our kids were younger, 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 um, and there was like the, the morning ceremony and then the evening reception, we're only getting a babysitter for one of those. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and which one is you. it? I'm going to the, I'm going to to where I could booze and dance. What about an adults only wedding? Because that's how our love those too. I was very strict on that. I go adults only. The only kids that were there were my niece and nephew, and they were in the wedding, and then they went away. Oh yeah. <laughs> after dinner. <laughs> Been to plenty of those. Love yeah. those. Ours yeah. was gonna be adult only. No kids. No kids. Yeah. And then you get the people that are butthurt about it. Oh, yeah. Get over it. Then don't go. You can say no. It's okay. 
You say except for the sucklings? Yeah, the sucklings could go. Uh, the sucklings the suckling. could go. <laughs> Definitely not the sucklings. <laughs> but outside of that, no. That's no kids. great, dude. The sucklings could go. What a term. He would, he, he, he would, Is that what we're calling that, babies now? Is the sucklings? <laughs> uh, and then finally, giving a speech without permission is, is the uh, fifth biggest faux pas at a wedding. Yo, I don't know what my daughter thought I was going to do, but uh, at her wedding, she, they had a, the, it was it was super cash, super fun, um, but they had a no speeches rule. It was like the only rule my daughter has. Like we're we're doing no speeches. Yeah. And I wasn't sure. Is like is that because like, she get embarrassed? No, I was like, is that is the best man gonna have too much booze by that point? Like what, what are we what just, are we worried about? I have no idea what she was worried about. I can understand somebody talking about you. It's cringy to you. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. In front of other people, but it she, makes me sometimes uncomfortable. She and uncomfortable I are so too. close, and I think she trusts me. And I and I, I was, I don't know. I kind of wanted the opportunity to say something, and I never want the opportunity to say something. <laughs> give that speech now. Listen, kid, if you're listening. Nah, I'm not gonna give that speech. Oh, oh, come on. But I did have something kind of planned, like just like a two minute max thing, because you know this is this is my first. Not even like my, dad giving a speech. That's this is my that's first odd. child. No, no, she wouldn't let me do it. Um. You know, it's my first child. She's my father daughter dance. My oldest daughter. Yeah, we did. We did a we did That's a father daughter dance, and it, she rules, dude. I just I wanted to say something, and she's like, nope. Dude, my rule. brother got married in Florida, and he's a very, very like rigid Midwestern guy. He like if he could have just not done a wedding, he would have been fine. But he was like, no speeches, no pomp, no best man. We're getting married on the beach. It's fine destination wedding down in Destin or whatever. But my sister-in-law's sister, younger sister, was like, well, I'm standing up. I don't care what you say. So at the wedding, the bride's sister's standing up there, and I'm sitting in the audience. And I'm like, dude, everyone's going to think you hate me. <laughs> and yeah. then we got to the reception, like, no speeches. Bride's sister's like, I'm giving a speech. She, she got up and talked. And then what? I was like... There was no balance. What a move. Doubling down. I'm sitting in the audience. I'm like, if only you had a brother who was like, I don't know, a professional speaker. Yeah. Who was good at being funny off the cuff. I could really nail it in this room. But my brother's just so like, ah. It wasn't like out of any place of meanness. It was just like he just doesn't care about that stuff. And the bride's sister was like, I've been planning for this my whole life. You're not taking this away from right. me. Wow. He's just like, I mean, so I like, the, like, I've been planning this. Yes, like, this at, is at, my moment. Yeah. At your I've wedding. been planning this at your for well, your wedding. I think his wife had a little to do with it too. She's like, my sister's talking. My sister's okay. standing up with me. Oh, like, I see. Well, whatever. Oh, I'm okay. not fine. That's a little different. And I've I've given a couple speeches at weddings without permission. You have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you, this. big dummy. What oh, are yeah. you thinking? <laughs> Usually on a dare, just clinking <laughs> for money. How do you get oh, it going? Okay. I understand. That's for so like so. There's I mean, my brother-in-law. He's like, hey, dude, I'll give you hundred bucks to go up there and go just do five minutes. Yeah, that's okay. pretty funny. All right. Dares are fun, especially depending on the group. If the groom and the bride are gonna think it's funny. There was one speech that fell really flat. Ooh. And my wife had to take me off the stage. Oh my! Oh my get off the stage. Goodness. Get off the stage. That's Dang. it, Scott. Did you get leave off. or did you stay? Oh, he's oh, I stayed. After you got the I'm hook, sure. did you stick around? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> and I got 100 bucks for it. So, winner. Hell yeah. <laughs> winner over here. I did an hour of comedy on at a wedding for some fans, and they didn't put me on the bill. Then everything started late. 
trip, typical wedding. Wedding party got there like 40 minutes late. They had like an ice cream cocktail truck that was supposed to show up, broke down. Things were not going well. Forgot the sound system. All they had was a PA for 400 people. One PA. Like, even when the best man gave his speech, it sounded like this. I don't care to do a gentle. And I was just like, <laughs> and everyone quiets down for that. And they're like, we didn't put you on the program because we want you to be a surprise entertainment for oh. our guests. And I was like, well, I don't want to go up during dinner. And they're like, the guy, like, godfathered me. And he goes, we're running behind, man. I hate to do this, but could you just go up during dinner? Oh, And I was no. like, uh... Yeah, man. He's like, I would consider a personal favor on my wedding day. He really godfathered me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, man, I guess I kissed my cheek. I got to go do it. So there's like a prime, a line of people getting prime rib, like cut. It's not like a service day. <laughs> it's like a line. People going yeah, through yeah. and getting. Go with a big. Uh, there's like a swan melting in front of me. <laughs> the big high chef's hat at a carving station. Yes. And I'm like, and I get up on one PA for 400 people downtown on Lucas Avenue at some a venue. And I did 45 minutes of stand-up comedy, and no one could hear me, except one table of single ants sitting in the front. It was all the single. Sure they loved it. They were loving it, dude. But <laughs> I, they were the only ones. Everyone else, it started to get to like a high murmur in the room. And man, when I got off stage, I was like, dude, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I was trying to sell the whole bit and everything. And I'm like, then I realized, I'm like, no one, I wasn't on the program. So everyone at that wedding except this gaggle of single aunts thinks I was the drunkest uncle <laughs> giving the longest yeah. speech in wedding history. I was just like, I got to get out of here. They were sweet people. I love them to this day. It was just bad circumstances. Mm, it was brutal, dude. So kudos to you for staying. Yeah. Was, I was 0% chance I was sticking around. You know, I do want to pivot to one thing, and uh, I'm going to draw my ire to learn as a representative of uh -oh. the female community. The female community. Great. Ladies, I'm representing us all. Here it is. Because, man, you guys. What do you mean, you guys? I'm going to lean in on this <laughs> What do you one. mean, you people? <laughs> you guys and your games. Go. What? You and your games. And I'm, I'm going to say mental this. Games? I'm going to say this as a warning to all men out there because there's something going on on Twitter, and I don't like it. I don't like it. It's called the Name One Woman Challenge, and I hate everything about this. What? I haven't even... I'm, I'm warning you fellas. Oh. I haven't right seen now. Is this some gotcha thing or something? Yes, it's a gotcha thing. Name What's one woman name? who has lit a house on fire. Okay. I want you to listen to the beginning of this little clip here. Lauren Colvin. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be, listen to the beginning of this, so it's a test for your men. Go. Guys, I'm warning you, it's a trap. <laughs> the women are rising up. Man test. This is a trap. Listen to this. Ask your man to name a woman. If that guy says any other name than yours, you should start a fight. Name one woman. Name a woman? Yeah. Harry Tubman. What? So he said a name other than her name. Oh, it's go time. Well, usually if, if someone's presenting you with it, you would assume that their name is off the table. It's, you know, just. Yeah. But yeah, do you hear the beginning of this? Start a fight. Ask your man to name a woman. If that guy says any other name than yours, you should start a fight. What's wrong with that? We're going to start what? a fight. What's wrong with you that? You guys think I you're would, the only ones that can start a fight? I would definitely say my wife's name first. I mean, every No, you wouldn't. Time. You just uh, said you were thinking of somebody else because the person asking you their name is unassumed to be the name. Well, I'm right. saying if somebody was trying to got you with that, you would assume. But we wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. Right, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I, I don't. I think it's a safer to do 
say someone like Joy Behar or something. So. <laughs> Learn. It's kind of stupid. Name one man. Tim Elway. Now that she took knows. Too long. Oh, that took way took too long. Too long. Fight, that took What's a while. my husband's name? What's Hang on. Name? Ooh, bird. John, you. No, Tim. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would be the same as Moon. I would assume that name is off the table. Would yeah. you be upset if you said to Tim, name one woman? He would name somebody else. And no, this I've done this. This is. Oh, you've oh, done this? Not this exact thing, oh, but a very similar. She started thing. this trend. Yeah, I'm a trendsetter, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, this is stupid. What is this? Yeah. There are legit, like, women who are getting into fights with their men, yeah. and they're like, what the hell did I do? Like, right. that's watching some of these videos, mm-hmm. and just the look of what the hell, like, what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that dude was just reading an article about Anne Hathaway. Oh, sure. I reading just say Rosa article. Parks. <laughs> <laughs> Name a woman, Rosa Parks. <laughs> and if you start a fight... You're racist. You're a racist. <laughs> yeah, I just say Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oprah. Just say Oprah. It's safe. Exactly. It's safe. I think this is probably dumb. the safest name. Not our Taylor best Swift. showing of woman. Okay, this is name not good. one woman. Mother Teresa. So oh my you're god. As a representative Ooh, a of the female community. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Shame for this. Cersei Lannister. Shame for this. Right. We're not into this. this okay. Is some good. Lame chicks. I just didn't. I wanted just to protect the men out there. Oh my god. You're who so brave. It, who may get, thank you. Yeah, listen, men. Who may be blindsided. So brave. By this stupid question. The name one woman challenge. And just a look of, I just got home from work. What? You know what's funny? Name one woman. Is this And you name so somebody dumb. else and you're in a fight. This is so dumb, but I, I understand where this lame stuff is coming from. It's coming from a deep place of insecurity in their relationship. And they're trying to, it's also the season, tis the season of breakups. So oh, is people it? Oh. are trying to figure out. How to get out of things, and this no, is a perfect this is way. No, this is cuffing season. Eh. Well, for some, maybe for some, it's it's, it's cheaping out. Cuffing season. Yeah, cuffing, like you, like you, you handcuff yourself to somebody for the holidays. Yeah, you like, uh, yeah, you, you kind of you get a hunk gift. It down so you get a gift, and then you and break they, up before you have to give them. That yeah, you drop them on the second. Well, it's more than just a gift. It's you. You need a plus one for things. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. People yeah. want to get out of gift that's giving. Why, that's and they why want, I didn't. They want to just get out of being cuffed to somebody to go to all the. What's that called? Decuffing. Decuffing season is now. Yeah, this gotta be this gotta be a cute, Let's start that a trend. cute term. It's time to break up. I hate everything about this. Me too. You're and I will level. not stand for it. I'm not standing for it either. I'm not standing for it, and I'm telling you guys, don't fall into this trap. It says right. uh, it refers to when people get in a relationship during the colder months of the year, hmm. even though they're ordinarily not interested in a commitment. Just somebody to keep them warm. So, so this, yeah, this really is cuffing season. I would think you would try to bail before you had to buy all the gifts. Yeah. Like if you're not feeling, yeah, you know, get some out. people would rather get a gift for somebody else than go to a holiday function solo when everybody else is with somebody. Yeah, the impulse to seek out companionship or fill an emotion, an emotional void during the holiday season. That's hmm. what this is. It's cuffing season, guys. We're all attached. I don't like it. So we're good. But don't fall for this one name, you know, name one woman challenge thing. I don't like that. Oh, oh, oh. The opposite of cuffing season is fielding. Fielding? The fielding season. Quite literally the opposite of cuffing season. It's the winter impulse to snuggle, which is the winter impulse to snuggle up with somebody indoors. Fielding season is the time from late May to early September, during which people like to keep it cool and play the field, Hell yeah. Tank top season. Uh, Steve says that, uh, I guess his lady did the name one woman challenge to him. He just said his mother's name. Yeah, what now? 
and uh, got no comment back. He says he wins. Yeah, you win. Okay, mm-hmm. good for you. I don't know. I feel like that's the worst one you can do. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I feel like if it's going to start a fight with your with your wife, that's the worst one you could do. His name, name a woman. Mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yuck. I knew it. Yuck. Um, this story making the rounds, uh, and I thought of Moon when I saw this. A guy goes to a tattoo shop to get a uh, tattoo of the Waffle House logo oh, on himself. Yes, I have a logo <laughs> or two. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, I, I thought of Moon. Moon's got the Lion's Choice yeah. logo tattooed. Are there any other brands tattooed on your body somewhere? Um, I'm sure. Um. I got a couple band logos, so maybe, maybe that counts. I have the got initials. I have the Missouri logo. <laughs> okay, I have I a mean, big Missouri on me. Um, any, I mean, you have the Lions choice. That is a that is a brick and mortar establishment. Oh, it's straight off the fry bag. I, I we literally ordered it. The tattoo, the, the the artist was in my living room. We ordered Lions choice, and I was like, "Yo, can you put this logo on me?" And he's like. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool lion. Okay, so we all have tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scott's got one. I don't have the free. lion. Mm-hmm. I have the 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 brand oh, Lion's do? Choice. It just is like the old school sign that used to be printed on the. It's just a big red thing. It's not, it's pink now because I didn't hold the red very well. But Tim, uh, Tim's got Domino's tattoo on his thigh. Yeah, dude, Domino's I forgot pizza. about that. <laughs> he amazing. loves Domino's pizza that much. Yeah, we have Domino's pizza franchisees in our family. His brother. When he, he has like fifteen uh, of them. No kidding. No kidding. Locally. Uh, Southwest Missouri and like Arkansas. Where Dang. on his thigh? Like on his, uh, I think it's his, it's his left thigh. Left thigh. How on the close out- to his? Uh, his wiener. Uh, his not pizza. close. It's on the outside. I was hoping he He's, chased you around, telling you to avoid the noise. No, I was gonna say avoid the noise. He's got a, an arrow to his penis. <laughs> avoid the noise. No, it's an arrow somewhere else. I didn't know. I didn't know Tim's brother owns fifteen oh, Domino's yeah. franchises. He's quite wealthy, actually. They I they start imagine. they start in the kitchen and like work their way up, and now they go they That's like amazing. win all the awards every That's awesome. year. It's really, they're like chumsing it up with the actual owners of Domino's. Yeah. Big Whoa. time. That's we, great. We eat a lot of Domino's at our house. Well, this guy he goes to. Uh, a Florida tattoo shop. And I'm trying to remember, you know, I got a bunch of tattoos. Did, did I pay? Do you pay after or before? Man, I don't know. It's, it's got to be long, after, It's been right? a long time since I've, tradition, since I've been tattooed by someone I don't know. It's after, I think. I've never paid before. It's always been after because I'm always like, oh, thanks so much. And I, like, tip. Yeah, because this guy walked out. This guy's like, I'm not paying. And oh, he, and after it, he got the tattoo? After he got the tattoo. What? He refused to pay because it was a piece of poop. Or no, just, I'm just not playing. I'm just not paying. Hmm. What are you gonna do? Take it back? That's right. He pulled the. What are you gonna do? Take it back? I See believe. It? Yeah. So he got this guy uh, Max down in Florida, 33 years old, was arrested after he refused to pay the 250 bucks for the tattoo he got from the Ink God Shop in St. Petersburg. Yeah, he's stealing. He's stealing ink. He Whoa, was steel and ink. Steel and ink. Whoa. He was uh, he was hammered when he got the Waffle House logo tattooed on his right calf. About five inches wide, gray and black, since he didn't want to pay for the additional hundred bucks for the yellow ink. <laughs> so he stopped it halfway through. He didn't get the. Oh no, he chose to. He not chose get the to extra. not get the yellow ink, <laughs> which would be an extra hundred bucks. The artist knew he had a cheap ass in his chair already. Bummer. When it came to when it came time to pay, uh, he refused to. They said refused all options to satisfy his debts. Dude, you know what was crazy is when we were in Vegas uh, a couple weeks ago what playing other that. Options were there. 
When we were playing that, uh, when we were Young Fest, we stayed in the, um, oh shoot, what, what was it? What was that place called? Dang, whatever it was. It had one of those club tattoos, Chester's old place, in uh, in the hotel, like ground level in one of the little hallway corridors, you know, next to like the pizza place. Chester who? Chester Bennington. He used to own club uh, tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Cheetah. And uh, they had a club Chester's tattoo in, in, in the hotel, but like t- it almost looked like a, like a mall kiosk kind of thing. And dude, there were people lined up at 7 a.m. <laughs> to get tattoos. And, and I thought, whoa, like, are, are you still up from the night before? And getting a tattoo, but no one looked drunk, and they're not gonna—they're not gonna tattoo a drunk person at 7 a.m. And they were sure enough, like when the I saw that the gal opened up the fence, opened up the doors, and I, when I got my uh, my breakfast and I went past it again at 7:10, there's like three people in chairs just getting getting their. There's arms no tattooed. way at 7 a.m. if you're getting a tattoo, you're not drunk, unless you go there specifically for that tattoo parlor, and that's, that's the only time you could get you get an appointment, right? But in this in this particular case, dude's like, I ain't paying. Refused all options to satisfy his debts. He did have some money. I hit six bucks on him when he was frisked. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I wonder what the policy is with that. Like, how do tattoo parlors get their money if somebody is like, I'm not paying? I don't know what the actual stipulation. I guess is. the only deterrence is arrest. I guess so. Yeah. Arrested. Or swamp justice, I guess which I think is, justice. which I think is, you know, you can't take back. Listen, if you steal a TV from Best Buy, you get the TV back. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get to you get to cut it off of them. People in the chat saying uh, the guy just came out with a cheese grater. Oh God! That's oh weird. yeah, grate that baby take, right take, off. Take her back. No. Mm. Oh. Say that uh, in addition to so his uh, fresh Waffle House art, he has several other tattoos, including a black and white tribute to the insane clown posse on his forearm. <laughs> Why is this that guy's funny? got cool stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I like Violent J. No, no cap. What is it? The Hatchet Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think uh, one leg being broken. I think is justice. That's it. Bald Kenny just comes out from the back room. He's got like a collar on. Bald. Take Kenny. care of him, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. If this guy got a Waffle House tattoo, he didn't pay for it. We have an official new poster boy for the state of Florida. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. He might have been mad that it, they didn't remember to, like, leave one of the letters unlit. <laughs> this doesn't look like a real Waffle House. It's like, <laughs> one of the lights is out. No, he just he just straight up refused to pay. Waffle Ho. Uh, here's another story that uh, I saw making the uh, the rounds this morning. And I want your, your opinion on the justice being doled out okay. by a judge in Cleveland. So back in September, and and if you watch the video, see if you could pull up the video of uh, Rosemary Hain getting arrested for throwing a burrito bowl at a Chipotle worker. We've been seeing a rash of just violence towards fast food workers. Mm -hmm. People crawling in through drive-through windows, people throwing stuff, starting fights, coming behind the counter. Seems to be a thing nowadays to abuse fast food workers. Am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, what? I mean, there's so many people going in and out of fast food every day, and I think everybody's just kind of on edge. It's been a rough couple of years. Watch, watch what she does here. Look at this. See if they show the video. It's been a rough couple of years, and I think people, she, well, this, this is like an easy audio. target. I'm watching on there. Fast food workers are easy targets for Did you these. See, she just. I mean, angry, crazy people. Hauls off and just takes her. Those. 
Chipotle burrito bowls are heavy. I yeah. know. That's six pounds of crap right there. She didn't like what she got, she, and she took lefty. the whole thing as if it were a, a cream pie. Yeah, it looked like, a, like a, a clown getting pied. Look at this. And she, I mean... Ugh. At least she gets her hands up and blocks a little bit. That poor woman is just like... That poor woman. And can you... Astounded, I mean, like, what just happened? And look at that. She paid extra for guac. Terrible shorts on uh, this woman, too. Hot pink. But what do you think the punishment should be? Maybe what not allowed the punishment? to buy fast food anymore. Like this is, a Waffle it, House tattoo without the yellow. If, you're, if your <laughs> instinct is to do that to somebody... Yeah. ...is to throw your hot burrito bowl mm-hmm. into somebody's face... Like, you're not a nice person. I threw a beer at a guy one time, but he deserved but he, it. Okay, but he deserved it. Yeah, but I mean, rage? that was not, I. it was, I mean, but he really upset me by He's touching got... me, and so that was okay. different. that's different. This woman obviously was mad about her order. She she said she, the order was wrong, and it looked disgusting. Yeah. So she <laughs> threw the whole thing in the worker's face. What's the punishment for that? Also, that worker probably didn't make that burrito. So she's not even getting the justice she wants. Chipotle yeah, that was the checkout line. It's a sn- Th- Yeah. That, that was the checkout gal. Yeah, right. What kind of beers you throw? I was down in did New you, Orleans. Oh. Did you I splash or did you hit him with the bottle slash glass? Uh, no, it was in a plastic cup and oh. I, it just went all over his jacket. Uh, good for you. Thank you. What, was this, the- what was this for? A man touching man me. Man touched her inappropriately. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That's justified. He like spilled I'm okay, his I'm okay beer on me that. and touched me. Yeah. I'm okay. What should the punishment be for this throwing of the burrito bowl at the Chipotle worker's face? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they got to eat a Qdoba <laughs> for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, banning. You know, I mean, that's good. assault, brother. Mess that up. I think they have to wear the bowl of shame, right? The yeah. Bowl, yeah, the burrito bowl of shame around yeah. her neck. I mean, it's assault, dude. You got, you got the, the algebra of deterrence. Prison time should be, right? I mean, yeah. maybe uh, maybe a, a, a month mean, or two well, in think, jail. I don't think a month people are online. Dude, there are billionaires that are doing far worse in different ways that are getting off with, with probation. You're going to put somebody who is clearly sad, and it's manifesting in anger, clearly just a sad state of a person right now. Where they feel like they have to throw something, you know, like I mean, this is a sad person. This is not a sad person. It's a bad person. Yeah. This yeah, person should like, be banned. From well, as I say, location. you know how with internet crimes, that's it. With yeah. internet crimes, they'll take the internet privilege away from people. Like you're not allowed to be on that, and you'll get in trouble if they bust you for it. She should have uh, should the privilege of going to fast food taken away. We can't get fast food. Your punishment, learn is you can't go to yep. Chipotle anymore. Will, That's it. We will set up a That's picture it. of this woman not allowed. That's it. You're free to go. Persona you can't go to Chipotle. And get out of here. In the yeah. kingdom of Chipotle. <laughs> She's not allowed. And you know what? I, I feel bad. Again, it, Chipotle is an assembly line. So whomever made that burrito is not who she threw that burrito at. And so she's, uh, yeah, just ban her. Uh, did she hurt the woman? No, yes, she embarrassed. She did. did she hurt the woman? It's a burrito. I mean, it's a set. Burrito bowl. It's a. Oh, set, it's a bowl. It's assault. It's it's, a, it's salt. It's, it's a salt. hot food. It should be whatever. What what what's the standard for assault? Like if I if I just throw it's time in jail. If I well okay, but isn't it a fine usually first? Well, I will and tell you what flashing. happened. She got fined fifteen hundred bucks. I will tell you what happened. That's an expensive burrito. Make it the most expensive burrito that she'll never ever ever forget. She didn't think it. Okay, so the reason she threw the burrito ball at the woman at avocado is she didn't think it was made well enough or something. Started yelling at the poor girl, threw it in her face, got thrown in jail for assault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Footage of it went viral, and that's a video we just saw. Now, this whole incident in the news again. She just got sentenced last week, and her judge decided to get creative with the sentence. 
So the judge, Timothy Gilligan, he gave her 180 days in jail, suspended 90 of those days, and he offered a way for her to lop off another 60 days if she wanted to. Wow, so she gets six months, it's down to three, and then now she can get now she can one knock, month jail time. Now she could knock two months off. Right, so she can get down to 30 days jail time. If she agrees to get a job working at a fast food restaurant. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, she needs that to learn. That is awesome. For she has least. to work She has to work part-time there for minimum 20 hours a week for at least two months. I like that. I didn't know That's that, a great I didn't rule. know a judge could put these types of stipulations in something. As long as it's agreed upon by the I just prosecutor. No, I just had no idea you could get creative about that. I thought it yeah. was money or jail. Money, I jail. like that because yeah. it actually does help rewire her thinking, hopefully. Yeah, it's like community service, only you're working as long in the as everybody, food industry. As, I think as long as everybody agrees to it and it's not super crazy. Yeah. And the nice thing is it's not taxpayer dollars on that. Yeah, this is a person that completely lashed out and obviously has some things going on. I don't. I, to me, I'm like, no, I don't think like jail. I I think that like the the service of hey, now you got to go work. Oh, I think a little jail this. too. I think this is a good this is a good combo for everybody. Look at this everybody. is for everybody getting everybody's happy here. Justice combo. I want jail. <laughs> you want service? Banning. I want banning. You want banning? I'm sure she's not allowed at that Chipotle. Right. Maybe she should should have to work in the kitchen at jail, in jail. I'm okay with her do. I'm okay with this. Here's the, uh, here is the uh, the judge sentencing Rosemary, along with comments from him and the victim. By the way, do you want to walk in her shoes for two months and learn how people should treat people, or do you want to do your jail time? I'd like to walk in her shoes. Yeah. She didn't get a snap on her vest. She's gonna learn how to walk in fast food, and hopefully it'll be good. And no one deserves that. That's so I judge. thought, why should the city taxpayers pay for her and feed? her for 90 days in jail if i can teach her a sense of empathy yep i'm okay with this i like it i'm into it okay so then then the chat brings up the logical question here which is who's gonna hire her you don't think there are any felons i'm just saying working in fast food establishments she's now fairly infamous for for this thing so you know one googie of her name and they're gonna be like, "Oh, you know what? I'm sure. I'm you sure. assaulted one of our employees. Sure they, <laughs> okay, I, you cool. know what? I, I would, I would guess that actually Chipotle would be okay hiring this woman hmm. okay. as a, as a decent PR stunt. Like, hey, I can see that. We're Chipotle. We're yeah, Chipotle. we charge. Hey, <laughs> we charge extra for guac, and we're really overrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we hire fellas. Hey, we're giving this woman a second chance. Well, that other woman shouldn't have to work with this woman." At all. Yeah, None of those point. people well, that work there. Raise, yeah. What does that say, though, about fast food working? That it's being offered as an alternative to prison. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's also... Listen, you can go <laughs> do jail time or you work at McDonald's. <laughs> I will day. take jail. Uh, the choice is yours. <laughs> can I have a day to think about it? <laughs> no, you need to decide now. Man, it's one thing I never did. Never On did. the days where it was 25-cent cheeseburgers when I worked at McDonald's when I was in the service, I would have taken jail. <laughs> wild. <laughs> it was wild. Or it was 40-cent 40 40 cheeseburgers. Maybe it was 25-cent tw- hamburgers, 40-cent cheeseburgers. I can imagine. But at least those days had to go With no so limit. Fast, right? No limit. There was not like limit 10 per customer. Oh, yeah. Those are the days that you'd have some church function and they go, we're getting 100 hamburgers. We'll pick them up in 25 minutes. 
Oh, they wouldn't pre-order. Oh, this is at the counter? This was Hi. at the counter. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? 100 cheeseburgers, or please. The, or the drive-thru. Three without pickles. We got to stop talking about McDonald's, dude. The, the you're almost there. Oh, you're almost, almost there, there, dude. I, Three weeks or whatever. What, what is it? The sixth. Uh, you, it's, you'll yeah, you're going to make it. What are you going to get? You're getting fish filet or something? filet fish hmm. Fries. Barbecue sauce on the side. Oh, man. Big old Coke. Hey, speaking of... Uh, it is a decent barbecue sauce, in it? Oh, so I love barbecue uh, sauce. We need the food lawyer for this, Rafe. No. I'll call him. We need the food lawyer for this. There's a, a family suing Panera, a.k.a. St. Louis Bread Co. I don't oh, know no. if you're right about this case. This case is making national news. Uh, saying their caffeinated lemonade led to a man's cardiac arrest. <gasps> caffeinated lemonade. Is yeah, it, so I guess... advertise that it's caffeinated? Uh... Here's what they say. So the family, and this is in, on stltoday.com. Family, 46-year-old Florida man, filed a wrongful death suit and negligent lawsuit against one of the biggest fast casual restaurants in the U.S. claiming Panera Bread's caffeine-filled lemonade drink led to his death. Damn. So this guy had blood, like high blood pressure. His name is David Brown. Had high blood pressure and didn't drink energy drinks. But the lawsuit said he thought that Panera's charged lemonade was safe since it was not advertised as an energy drink. Okay. It was offered in the same place as restaurants, non-caffeinated or less caffeinated drinks. And this is what they said in the lawsuit. I think I've seen that, the charged lemonade. It is like, you know, they give you the cup and you kind of self-serve. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I get an alternative to soda. I always get lemonade because I think, oh, it's not going to be caffeinated. Does it specifically say charged lemonade? I'm trying to think. The lawsuit says that back on October 9th, this guy had the drink three times during a visit to Panera uh, in Florida. On his walk home, he had a heart attack and died. Wow. That's awful. He'd ordered a Panera charged lemonade at least seven times over the course of two weeks in September and October. People are saying they do display the caffeine amounts for the charged lemonade at Panera. And the, uh, the lawsuit says defendants knew or should have known that the Panera charged lemonade as designated and formulated once consumed could injure children pregnant and breastfeeding women and people sensitive to caffeine by causing catastrophic injuries and or death okay so the charge things that these are like this is like a line this isn't just something that's hidden in there like oh we oh we also have a charge lemonade it's there's a whole series of it called charged sips and it says naturally flavored and plant-based contains caffeine and then under each one says contains caffeine 115 to 219 milligrams or you know whatever flavor because they're all different mm. man I t- typically dude I'm, I'm I'm always I'm always on the customer side if it you know because a lot of a lot of times all the false advertising or near false advertising you know they'll they'll push it to the envelope yeah. to the line as they will naturally because that's people trying to make money and whatever. But come on, man! At some point, this is your body. You know you have high blood pressure. You've got you're you're supposed to. Be, you need to watch everything yeah, that like, goes into your body. I mean, we we need to be doing that anyway with our careful. with our nutrition. But if you have something that you already know is pre-existing that's going on, you've got to know. I'll, I'll ask your I doctor. Be, does this does this medicine increase my heart? Yeah, uh, if you my, are, my blood pressure. Let's say you have a gluten intolerance. You're gonna make sure that everything you put in your body. Has no gluten in it. Right. And yeah. you can ask questions I got, and be 100% sure because it could kill you. I got vegan friends or friends that have different, uh, you know, dietary needs. And, and if, they're, if they're not sure, they ask. And if, they're, if they ask and somebody says, oh, I don't know, then they don't risk that because that's something that's important to them or, or very unhealthy for, for them to mess with. Well, the thing going If you're allergic to something, 
you know that, and you yeah. go in. This ah. is the second wrongful death lawsuit, by the way. For the lemonade? For the lemonade. Yeah, I was going to say, people have downtime, though, where they're not constantly thinking about that, and they think, oh, a lemonade. Oh, I, lo- I love lemonade. I've had it before. It's not going to do me in. And this guy maybe just completely spaced on the sign. Yeah, the second, this, the, another lawsuit filed in October, uh, 21-year-old Sarah Katz, uh, a student with a heart condition, died in September of 2022 after drinking the charged lemonade. Damn. Mm. But, I mean, this could happen anyway. There's, everybody's doing these charge this or energy that or, you know, whatever the heck it is. I don't know. Where do, where do you guys fall on this? What if I I'm not this, victim blaming? What I'm if not, I threw not, this like, in there? That not, this guy, he had something called, uh, he, had a, he, had a, he had a chromosomal deficiency order, developmental delays, blurred vision, mild intellectual disability. Uh, he would go to Panera after work for meals as many as three times a week because um, the lawsuit said he felt the chain advertises being healthy, a healthy alternative to other places. Right. And it is, most, it. for the most part. Yeah, it's a tough case. It's a tough one. It's a tough and case. it's one of those two that if you're the, you know, the family and you know his situation, you would think they would um, be keep kind of keeping an eye on asking him what he's getting there, this and that, and making sure that it's all in the yeah. up and up. And it's, it's, hard. The right stuff. it's hard to monitor. Yeah, it's, it's hard tough. to monitor. This is a tough case. Somebody especially. said that they added the sign after after death. If if that's, oh. or after the first death, if, if that's the case, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's yeah. it's called charged. What else are you gonna do? It's, I don't it's know. Lemonade. It's still I, got a. Uh, it's, it's still lemonade. full of sugar. So, I mean, that's not good for your blood pressure, probably. All right. Here's another uh, local uh, food case, and this has been settled. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, remember, Mission Taco. Was being sued oh, yeah. by the, From the tortilla tortillas. place, Mission Tortilla Place. Yeah, uh-huh. please tell me that's all settled. Up. That is all settled. Good. Cool. Hey, Mission Taco, by the way, providing our VIP members on Saturday. Oh my god. With food. With food, dude. Mission local taco. Local taco chain, Mission Taco Joint, Mission Foods, the tortilla and chip manufacturer. Uh, they entered a joint settlement after Mission Foods pursued. Uh, uh, Mission Taco uh, in, in court over trademark infringement back in October. Uh, I believe the terms are not disclosed, but Mission Taco is still allowed to use the word mission. Good. So I wonder if there was a monetary yeah, I wonder. exchange. I wonder if there was a money exchange. I want they said to, the terms of the settlement are not known. I want them to deal together. I want the tortillas and the Mission Taco yeah. to join Come forces. Come together. Because that's the I buy Mission Tortillas. Yeah, they do. They're delicious. The parent yeah, company. The, God, it's gone. The stuff that Mission Taco makes, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Scott. Stop it. Okay. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of, of both. I'm a fan of the yeah. word, apparently. I like them. I'm a patron of all things mission. So the parent company of Mission Foods claimed the word mission is inherently distinctive and after 60 years in business had come to signify mission food products. The company asked the court to bar Mission Taco here in St. Louis from using mission Mission Taco and Mission Taco Joint and opening new restaurants, including the one that's slated to open in town and country. The notice of the settlement was uh, submitted to the Eastern District of Missouri. The courts and the terms of the agreement were not disclosed. Lawsuit will be dismissed. Mission Taco is probably our number one most um, delivered product at our house. That's always our go-to. It's like, a, oh, you want to... You, you, 
we want to treat ourselves tonight. Let's 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 treat ourselves. Oh, Mission Taco. Mm-hmm. It's always. I don't have one near my house. I would, <clears throat> the whole I would family, go. Whole family loves it. I would go, but there's none near my house. I thought they were going to open up. Town and country. Town and country. Is it still happening? It's still slated to open, but I think this lawsuit may have slowed them down. Uh, a little bit. So this impacted us. Yeah, possibly. Dude, the Pandora's lunchbox, which is a beer cocktail, a, I don't even know what they call it, is so good. Oh it's, yeah. It's Modelo. <laughs> Somebody's going to be there opening day. Oh, with their drinking pants on. Modelo. It's like a peach liqueur and then a splash of lime. The thing is so good. Oh, and they put a pineapple You're slice ready, in right? it. You're I ready, right? You're ready. When are you opening up, Mission, huh? Hey, it's a Team Riz member of the day. Oh. All right, Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Heron, Illinois, Megan Doty is out. Yeah, Megan. Where's Heron? Heron. Southern Illinois by where we're Heron, Heron, Illinois. Heron, Heron, Heron. It's right by Marion, Illinois. Harold? Where are you from? Heron, Illinois. Can you repeat the word, please? Harry. Heron. Uh, Heron. Megan is a huge fan of the Riz Show. has been a support of all members of the show for many years. Uh, appreciates Moon's bands for helping her get through every stage of her life. All right. Enjoys, learns passion for what she does. Mm. The light that Rafe has brought into her life. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now I'm talking Megan's life, not Lauren's life. But also my life. But also, Thank I guess, you. Lauren's life. <laughs> Uh, King Scott's glorious hair and my impact on so many fans of the show. Uh, Megan's favorite segments include the e-memoriam and the sex toy of the week reviews. Mm. Megan Doty from Heron, Illinois, is our Teamers member of the day. Can you repeat the word, please? Heron gets its super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. Now with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri. Full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of you by taking care of all your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving year-end December deals on tires and service. Go to Dobbs.com. That's go to Dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Dobbs, locally owned and family owned since 1976. The real deal for real deals. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you can make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's Centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at Centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a uh, complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterville Fence Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty, and if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mickelch Studio Cams. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Rizshow 1057thepoint.com. Match up with Moon happening in just a little bit. Away some fabulous prizes, including tickets to Sebastian Maniscalco coming to Enterprise Center December 14th of next year. We've got tickets to go see Nikki Glazer April 27th over the Fabulous Fox. We got tickets to go see Steel Panther, which is coming up on the 17th over at the factory. And we got tickets for Punk Rock Christmas in just a couple days, Saturday over at the pageant. Also, uh, around 8 o'clock, the debut of a new Christmas song from a group called The Punk Rock Machine, which includes our very own Moon. That's right. Left here. I'm so excited. Merry Christmas in St. Louis. You have no idea. This is going to be your favorite Christmas song of all time, especially if you know anything about St. Louis. This is going nationwide, baby. This is putting St. Louis on the map. Oh. Yeah, you know how Limp Bizkit put Jacksonville on the map? On, yeah. on the map? Punk Rock Machine will put St. Louis on the map. Oh, let's, let's at see. Least for let's, let's give it one spin. Christmas season. Let's give it a spin. See what the kids think. I right. think you'll like it. After you hear it, Go check it out on Spotify and Apple Music and all that and put it in your playlist because it is super fun. Punk Rock Machine, by the way, that's our band, uh, me and Tim Convey and and uh, and all the fellas, the, the super group that have put together uh, Punk Rock Christmas and Punk Rock uh, Disney, the Can You Feel the Punk Tonight? And then we we're, we're actually have a few other things in development uh, right, for calm next down. year. Let's save it to 8 o'clock when we play the song. All we'll right, play in the bro. song at 8 all o'clock. All right, fine. We get there. Just having a good time. I'm really excited. I can see you're excited. Um, do you guys remember talking about this, uh, <clears throat> this YouTuber who crashed a plane for clicks? Yes. Remember that? And he acted like he, it was an emergency landing or something. He purposely crashed yeah. a plane in California. Uh, this guy's name is, uh, Trevor Jacob. And the, the video is wild. He is in this like single engine propeller plane and he's flying in California he says the plane, the the, the he says the, the the power cut on the plane. Right. He just so happened to have a parachute on. He just so happened oh, to have that's... all the cameras on oh, the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he bailed out as the plane was going down. He just so happened to have a monster energy drink in his hand. Right. Out in front of the camera. And the GoPro, like there were GoPros on the camera, it showed the plane crashing into the forest somewhere in California. Well, he was just uh and people are like, this is not, you crash this on purpose. You're not fooling anybody. Well, he was just a sentenced to six months in federal prison. Wow. 
six months in federal prison. Because obviously what he did was very dangerous. He bailed out with the parachute and let the plane crash over unpopulated terrain. But here's a little clip from the crash. Oh, my God. Get me out of this. I guess I should probably document what's going on. I cut my finger pretty bad. Got my elbow. I guess you should. I'm so happy to be alive. Could have started a forest fire and ruined California even more. What an a A million things could have happened. But, you know, people did see that video and they were like, man. How cool. Right. Guy bailed out. So cool. So cool. And he did it for clicks. What a crazy person. Yeah. What an a-hole. And he's going to spend six months in federal prison for it. Now, if social media isn't addictive, then why do we spend so much time looking at it? Because this guy did it for the clicks. And I, you know, I, I was a little skeptical at first, but I, I watched the video through. You know, we know most of the internet is not real, right? A new survey found that Americans believe only 37% of the content on social media is real. And that includes uh, struggling to separate authentic images from the ones with hidden filters, Photoshop, other edits. But it's more than that. People are skeptical of targeted advertisements as well as influencer content, like those products that could be pitched as, as friendly tips and hacks but are actually scripted paid promotions. There's also the businesses that friends and and followers try to sell you on, which are often pyramid schemes, bots, and spam profiles. Overall, 74% of Americans admit they can't tell what's real and what's fake. It's scary, man. It really is. It's scary to see. I'll see Facebook video, and I've talked about this before. These are the things I, the thing I detest most on social media are like these influencers that are stealing other people's pranks, and they're not even doing them. They're, like, fake doing them, to Like, I'm going to th- hide in the refrigerator. It's, like, 4K. There's, like, nine cameras on them. And they're, like, I'm going to hide in the refrigerator and scare my husband. It's, like, some hot suburban mom. Yeah. Right you on. know, in her Gucci heels, like, <laughs> climbing into a refrigerator. Fully done makeup. The husband walks in, and he's, like, what's going on? The acting's terrible. And then I look at the comments, and it's, like... Oh, my God. These two are such wild. They must have so much fun together. She's always pranking Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but. I'm like, this is clearly <laughs> is fake, and it's not even an original idea, and they're making money on it. And they'll, they'll drag something out. Like, they'll drag out her pushing someone off the boat for Boy. three minutes so they can get the ads. Somebody's jealousy like, is ugly. I was, I was just say, that, that's like the basis of all entertainment, from music to everything. But at least, and here's all I'll say, is at least they're – Making kind, con- at least they're doing something because this is just the tip of the iceberg. I listened to an entire podcast yesterday. Stealing, on- yeah, but that, but that's. I mean, people steal my music. I mean, and have been much bigger doing doing it. What I'm saying is, and there's, they're going to steal something that you do and probably be bigger. But what what I'm saying is, it's the tip of the iceberg. I watched, or I listened to this entire thing about AI, and mm-hmm. where when this gets out of control, because it's about to, it's going to. Scour like it, it will rip off websites. Figure out how to change it just enough to stay outside the purview of of mm. illegal, and then be able to create content on its own and flood the market with it, where we won't be able to tell the difference. So at least uh, all I'm saying is, Man. in their defense, and not, not that they need defense, but at least there's somebody doing something. It's about to be well, flooded billions of times more by actual not people doing things. almost three quarters of people. You know, admit they can't always tell what's real and what's fake. And I'm one of those. But I, I, 
Now I could take everything with a grain. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I've this, been fooled a gazillion well, times. I, I and think, it's going to get worse over the next ten years. I think it's going to get like I think this is the last point in which we can at least somewhat decipher fake from not. I mean, wait, just wait, man. Who's like, we? Because most people, that's what I'm, I'm worried more about the comments than I am. Because if AI is coming, we can't tell that a, a video on Facebook on an airplane that clearly has two pillars made of wood in the middle of it. There'll be like a bad set. And like the and it'll be gross stuff like a fake guy with Alzheimer's. They had one going around the other day. It was like this guy was, the acting was terrible. It was like this lady coming out of the bathroom. It was like husband with Alzheimer's, and he's like, "Who are you people?" He's going and like just totally like grossly taking advantage of people with a horrible disease. Mm -hmm. And then the whole plane like sings a song, and he gets his memory back at the end. And what? I'm like, "This it's is atrocious stuff. on so many levels." Yeah. Of mm. and it's the acting, but the comments are like, "This is the most beautiful, heartwarming thing I've ever seen." I'm like, "Go to bed, Aunt Sharon." But are those bots? You are. You shouldn't be on the internet. Are those comments, are, are, is all that yeah, bots to then, uh, to then promote it on the algorithm where it's then fed to more people? I I, dude, Facebook is like the most egregious with it, too. Who knows? That's where their market it's possible. is. possible. I hope it burns it all down. I, I mean, I, I'm Let's like watching the down. flames. I'm watching it all, the embers, and I'm just watching it all burn. Yeah, and you burned a house down, though. That's your thing. But, you know, I mean, this is going to be what we've all been wanting the internet to go away. We want to go back to the analog days. It's coming because yep. people are tapping out. Like, I'm already... I'm like shutting down some of my Facebook groups and stuff because I'm like I can't do this anymore. I'm streamlining in 2024. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Well, think about I mean when, when, when like email started or even before that, just like mailboxes. Think about like when junk mail started and how like yeah. people started. But at least people were at least it took people to figure out oh who do we need to send junk mail to and there was this and that and then junk mail. The entire internet is going to be junk mail soon. Yeah, I mean I mean, it I mean the, I'm not, algorithms. I'm, yeah, I'm saying that it, that's that's the AI potential. Yeah. Um, that that these people I was listening to are are worried about or, or predicting that the, the, at the internet well, will be ninety nine percent junk mail. I thought you were bowing to the overlords. Well, I for one, I'm not going to stand it on one half, and on the other half, I bow to our AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Words. He's not going to stand for it. He's going to bow for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Today is uh, December the sixth. Back in the day, one thousand six hundred eighty years ago, in three forty three A.D., the real Saint Nicholas died. He secretly gave gifts to poor brides-to-be. He's now the patron saint of bankers and pawnbrokers. Hmm. Uh, 146 years ago, 1877, Thomas Edison spit fire, demonstrating the first sound recording. He recited Mary and a Little Lamb at his Menlo Park, uh, New Jersey Laboratory. Uh, 139 years ago, 1884, the Washington Monument was completed. 59 years ago, 1964, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first aired on NBC. It's now on CBS. 54 years ago, 1969, 300,000 fans attended what they called Woodstock West, a festival featuring Santana, Jefferson Airplane, mm. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, the Rolling Stones at Altamont Speedway in Livermore, California. By the time the Stones came on, do you know the full story on this? No. It's, this is wild. Full riot had begun. This is the festival where the organizers thought, you know what? Instead of paying real security guards, we're going to pay the Hell's Angels. Right. Yeah, you've told me. We're going to pay the story. we're going to pay the Hell's Angels to do security for this. So by the time the Stones came on, full riot. Mick Jagger pleads with the crowd to to stop. Keith Richards even threatened to jump in himself. <laughs> Four people died, including a black man, a black man named Meredith Hunter. He was stabbed by one of the Hell's Angels. 
who were there to provide security. Uh, the 1970 movie uh, "Gimme Shelter" includes actual footage of the chaos. It's if you look more into it, it's wild. Yep. Peace and love, peace and love, peace nope. and love. Nope, not for this. Uh, 44 years in 1979, the first Star Trek movie premieres. Anybody remember the first Star Trek movie? Boring as hell. I don't. Uh, that was the title of it. Star Trek. Boring, boring as, as, as hell. hell. <laughs> but, Captain's log. Space is boring as hell. But, you know what? It's very so, quiet. The first Star Trek movie comes out, but man, they made up for it. Very dark. The real Star Trek. <laughs> We've they traveled great back distances in 82 and with, seen nothing. With Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. That was a good one. That was a good one. That's like the one, right? If I was to watch one, because I don't think I've ever seen one of the old ones. we got to watch the first one. The boring then, as hell one? Yeah, because it leads into the second one. What was the plot of the first one? Do you remember? They land on a planet, they battle an alien, and then they being take serious? off. I'm, I'm, I don't even remember the first one. The second one is where Spock dies. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Next you're going to tell them the Harlem Globetrotters showed up and saved one. the That's day. That's also a good one. Why it wasn't you? Roberto Montalban the uh, the bad guy? Oh yeah, That's, w- he Khan made the whole movie. Yeah, Khan. So I don't have to watch this anymore. Oh, you it have was to watch a- it. You just gave Khan! the whole thing away. It was an overacting act off between Shatner and Roberto Montalban of like who was overdoing it the most, <laughs> and I loved it. And I'm not. It's not an insult. I'm here for it. Hey, while you're looking that up, hello, Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. There we go. Here's a little, little scene from uh, Star Trek II. I shall leave you as you left me. As you left her. Marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet. Buried alive. <laughs> Buried alive. Shatner, here, here it comes. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Man, thank you for immediately proving my point. That was, that was I can see his face in my head. That was amazing. That was, and, and you know what's funny? He's probably like 27 there. He looks 50. He looks like the fall guy. In, Shatner? In, in, that, in that scene with that air. Hey, but with, with your video thing, with those Facebook videos, do you think uh, it, it lines up with my cringe is the new shock theory? Maybe they're doing that cringy stuff on purpose. It's like almost uh, offensive cringe to be the new shock. Oh, okay. Because it's getting views because you're watching it. You just told me the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe the cringe factor is what's well, keeping you Well, it's being served there. up. It's because, you know, because of the amount of views it's getting, it's getting served up to everybody. Man. That's a good, uh, good Shatner, It's in my feed, but I'm not, like, interacting with it. I don't yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. I don't give him the comment or give him the but like. But I wonder, I wonder if like, the cringe is part of the cell. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, 35 years ago, 1988, the great Roy Orbison dies of a heart attack at age 52. In dreams. Only 52. He I looks know. like he was 30 when he passed Roy away. Roy Somebody. He always looked old, oh. Roy Orbison. Traveling Wilburys, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and someone, did you see that meme the other day? Someone no. was like, you want to feel old? And they're like, remember when you thought the Traveling Wilburys were old? And it was like, Tom Petty was 45. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Harrison was 42. Wow. I mean, this guy yeah. looks Orbison like... was 48. Yeah, he... And I, I remember watching the video and being like, oh, yeah, these guys are all... Orbison, was, Orbison was 52 with the travel yeah. Wilburys. Because I mean, he, he died, was... like, just as the record came. I was just thinking, man, it's still cool. These guys are still able to do this at this age. <laughs> right? Dude, yes. In Dreams, Roy Orbison... In Dreams is one of the prettiest songs ever. Okay, yep. so Moon's got the video night. of him up. Gosh. Okay, so he's he's got to be younger than 50. 52. Honestly. But when you say... He looks like he's in his 70s. Definitely. Is he truly... I know Tom Petty's there, but is he the best 
American rock and roll artist of all time. We're not getting into this because we know right he is. Now. I think so, man. Dylan I can't do this right now. So when they Dylan in '88, when like, well, it's all right, yeah. came out. Dylan was 47. Oh Petty God. was 37. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. Roy. Roy was 52. Yeah. Harrison was 45. And who's the fifth guy? This looks like a 75-year-old uh, on his comeback. No, it was Bob Dylan. It was uh, Jeff Lynne. Jeff, Jeff Lynne was 41. Look so Roberson was the only one over 50. Look at Orbison. Uh, he that, looks that, 70. That's glasses. seven years older than me. That's you in just a couple more years. I got mm-hmm. get God, those glasses. Start working out, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to head it off at the pass now. Uh, Twenty nine years ago, nineteen ninety four, Bush releases their debut record, Sixteen Stone. That same day, Dumb and Dumber comes out. What a day! What a day! That Dang. Bush record, dude. I don't. I don't think we give it the credit. We we celebrate all these d- different records and all that. That Bush record had six freaking singles that yep. went to radio, and all of them topped the last one. And it was, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's right when I started playing guitar, when I got my first guitar. My first riff. 94? Yeah. My first, uh, I was I was late to the game. I was in high school, like a sophomore. And I, uh, the, one of the first riffs I ever played was Silverchair, and then I moved into all the riffs off 16 Stone, because you could do every one as oh, a yeah, beginner guitar down, player glycerine. and just rip Even them. Alien, which didn't even land on the charts. That's a good record. That could have, that, every song on that record could have been a hit. That's a good record. Dude, you just, uh, we unlocked if, the childhood memory for me, which is crazy. Roy Orbison was the first song I ever requested and got through to a radio station. Is it really? As a really little kid. That's cool. Homesick That's from awesome. school, and I panicked because I got through, and I didn't have anything. So I said Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison. Aww. That's a great song. It was a great song. Hey, love it. I had forgotten about it until we started talking about him, and like you guys opened a filing cabinet in my brain. Did I say Roberto Montalban? I meant Ricardo. Yeah, you said Roberto. Oh, man, my apologies. Listen, Ooh, I'd like to, to apologize to the Montalban estate. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. How, how dare me? How dare you? I knew that, shame. too. What a idiot. Shame. <laughs> shame. Real shame. How I will do what you did to me. All right. Time to uh, find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with you are on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseGo.com. 636-600-0188. Roberto Montemon, what is wrong with me? It's time for a break. Are you high as hell right now? It is. It's time for a break. How many shows? Eight shows? We're done next Friday. The 15th is our last show of the year. It's time. It's time. Guys, Christmas came early. (laughs) Limp Biscuit and Corey Feldman are coming to St. Louis July 18th. Together. Together. Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Riff Raff is also selected to host the run of this tour. And lead singer Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit has collaborated with Feldman on a song from the actor's 2016 album, Angelic to the Core. So they might do, they might share the stage for okay, this. Okay, so just so you know. Angelic to the Core. Yeah. Th- this was kind of like quietly announced yesterday. I know. I never got a press release. Same. And it, uh, I just showed up in my feed. You don't feed. have to do a big thing if you're Limp Bizkit. Our buddy Luke Spencer from Rocked, yeah. he emailed me. He goes, dude, Limp Bizkit, Corey Feldman, July, amphitheater. And I first thought it was Corey Taylor. And I was like, man, that's that's a cool. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's Limp Bizkit and Corey Taylor from Slipknot. And then I looked closer. Like, Corey Feldman. This is the big time. Oh, we're definitely we're definitely going. I think it's a Thursday. Oh, oh yes. It's Friday off. We're yeah. taking Friday off. Yes, we are. Three oh, we are taking Friday off. We should we get try to host back them? There. When they're in town, should we host both of them? Yeah, Let's we should have them on some. the show. I'm going to put a request in to interview Corey Feldman. I will go to the venue. Yeah. Well, I want to yeah. interview Fred. 
I have a lot of questions. Who cares about I want to tell Fred Durst how in love with him I was, and I would dress up like one of those nookie girls. And yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's got very interesting things to say. I, I want to hang out with Wes. I want to wear his wig. I want to hang out with Wes, play his guitars, and I want to ask John Otto, what is the Matthews Bridge? Yes. Corey Feldman is the one to interview. We can we get him? Loud. You think he'd be willing to go to the If you're ever going to give me one, that's the one I want. Feldman? Yeah, man. Of course. I don't, yeah, you I'm two not, can I double would, team I have up. no interest in the biscuits. Mm. I just want to take him to the transportation museum and hang out. He's not leaving <laughs> He's not leaving the venue. I had Fred Durst stickers on my alarm clock in high school. You did? And I, they named my mutt dog Biscuit after Limp Biscuit. There's wow. Like, there's like four bands on that bill. Yeah. And Corey Feldman's opening the show. Yes, he is. Did that dog have a tendency to break stuff? Okay. It was an outdoor dog. Next story. Next That's, story. You ruined it. Kelly Osborne <laughs> says her dad, Ozzy, spent his 75th birthday, which was Sunday, with a low-key family gathering. I'm talking about this because there was a photo she shared That's on Instagram. Soft. It's so cute. He uh, he is sitting there with all of his grandchildren, uh, Sharon, you know, Jack and Kelly with their kids and their respective spouses. Uh, Amy Osborne, of course, not pictured. But I was I was sitting there watching or looking at this photo thinking, these little kids have to think that their grandpa is the coolest of all time. I mean, it's just... No, they just think he's grandpa. I know, but when they become old enough to realize his impact They will the eventually world, figure it out. It's just uh, so cool. The funniest thing about that picture is I forgot Kelly Osborne... Her baby daddy's the guy from Slipknot. Sid, Sid Wilson, yeah. Sid, the the is it the keyboardist or he's like the synth guy? Yeah, is the DJ, one of those. One of those. Um, that's a cool family photo. His father-in-law essentially is Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. That guy. That's cool. So congratulations to Ozzy. Hope he's around for a long time. Scott Weiland's kid Noah just released a new single called Yesterday. Listen to it. It's very poppy. This guy looks exactly like his dad, but it's like if Post Malone and Scott Weiland had a baby, it would be Noah. Um, we're putting it up on the blog if you want to hear it. It's not good enough to air. No. no. Oh, no. It's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a new line of My Chemical Romance action figures uh, inspired by Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. Each member of the band gets a figure in the series, which will be out next month, so you can check that out. Oh, cool. Uh, John Oliver's Last Week Tonight has been renewed for three more years on HBO Max, and I love it. I watch it every Monday. I, I always get it's it the great. next day. So congratulations to them. 65-year-old Sharon Stone says she's hotter than she's ever been. She says, and the truth of the matter is that I just get as many people who want to sleep with me now as I ever did. There are guys out there who avoid older women. And Sharon says, it's not because they're not sexy anymore. Quote, you're not as easy as you were when you were young. Um, I'm not taking anything away from her because she's a, a definitely good looking woman, has aged very uh-huh. gracefully and well. Uh-huh. Everybody wanted to sleep with you back then, too. Yeah. You just didn't hear about it because we didn't have social media. That's probably true. I'll give you that. Now, now, you know, everybody's got a voice, unfortunately. But she still looks good. She man. still looks great. I know she had some health issues, but she's uh, she's looking good. Forbes revealed their 100 most powerful women list, which is determined by four different metrics, money, media, impact, and spheres of influence. And I got to say, out of the top four most powerful women in the world... I only recognized one name on this list, which is a problem. Um, Taylor Swift? No, no, no. She was number five. What? Yeah. I'm talking about Georgia <laughs> Maloney, who's the Italian prime minister. I'd never heard of Duh. her. Duh. And that's post-cousin, uh, right? Kamala Harris, <laughs> our vice president okay. here in the States. Uh, Christine Lagarde, which is the president of the European Central Bank, and the number one most powerful woman Let's see if I know. in uh, the world. Well, give me the name. I'll tell you what she does. 
Her name Oprah is Oprah Winfrey. I knew it. Oh. Ursula von der Leyen. Ursula? Ursula, like the sea witch, yes. She wants to kill the little mermaid. That's that's her <laughs> that's job. Her. That's her. <laughs> that's her. Like Big old, influence. That sounds like some rough child old money. She's the president of the European Commission. European Commission. And European Union. It's wild. She's the president of the European Union. It's wild when you find out that the world is, things are happening outside of the United States. Isn't that crazy? Nothing happens outside of St. Louis. As far as names that we will all recognize, Forbes crowned Taylor Swift is the most powerful woman in media and entertainment, followed by Oprah and then Beyonce in third place. Might I just say, back to Sharon Stone. Please. None of us knew any of those Her turn in (laughs) Total Recall. That for me is peak Sharon Stone right there. Mm. I don't think I've seen that. I need to watch. Yeah, I need to watch it again. I haven't seen this Man, since the Dude, she'll always be Ginger in Casino. Oh, and oh, such yeah. a good actress because I hated her in that movie. <laughs> well, and, and she goes from like and glam. You're supposed to hate her. And she goes from like glam to like strung out yeah. drug addict in great. the course of that movie. Yeah. Dude, look up, pull up a picture of Sharon Stone, Total Recall. <laughs> yep. All right, well, you, you know what that. I'm talking about, Rafe, right? Yeah, man. Of course I do. That's. Oh, what the? She uh, was so hot that she yeah. upstaged a three-boobied uh, woman. Beautiful. You know how hard that is Look. to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. She was so hot Look until recall that. that they put a woman with three knockers in there. And, and Sharon Stone. Was... These, these. <laughs> I mean, still hotter. Yeah. I, I would say there are two roles that define um, sexy woman in the '90s, and we're we're not talking about Baywatch and that influence and all that. Two roles. This, Sharon Stone, all these pictures right here basically says, like, 90s woman. I mean, yeah. in, in 200 years when they're like, what did women look like in the 90s? Oh, this, These pictures right here. And then it's going to be Michelle Pfeiffer from Batman. Yep. Which Gorgeous. Which would be, uh, was that 80s? 89? Or Batman. Yeah. Batman. No, no, Batman was Returns. So, no, yeah, Batman, the first one was 89. So this was number two. That I would say that anyway. Michelle Pfeiffer was hotter in Scarface. Eh, I'm not saying like hotter. I'm just saying, enough. like, the look. Like, when you when you imagine, like... You know, commercials of like gals bopping around in the malls with like neon and stuff like that, like representing the 90s. Grease 2, she was super hot. It was this look that everybody was trying to copy. I mean, don't sleep on Sandra Bullock in any of her 90s movies. Oh, oh my God. Practical magic. In, in, um, or yeah, Nicole, too. Speed. Potion Speed. number nine. So cute. Love her. Sandra Bullock and Speed. Sharon and Basic Instinct, too, was. Yeah. The movie yeah. was a cultural touchstone. Yeah, but but Dude, I think this this, this is 90s. my yeah. And who's Sharon the Stone. the brunette in the Flintstones movie? Was it Oh Rosie O'Donnell? Okay. Can't forget oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was Total Recall eighties though. I think it was eighty eight. Sounds right. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh man, okay, well, yeah. no, no, nineteen ninety. We count it. We count it. Skin our teeth. I almost look like a fool. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> Jamie Foxx surprised an audience at the Critics' Choice Association's celebration of cinema and television, making it his first appearance since his health scares earlier in the year. He was hospitalized with an undisclosed illness. Jamie said, you know, it's crazy. He was um, he was awarded the Vanguard Award. He says, you know, it's crazy. I couldn't do that six months ago. I couldn't actually walk. I'm not a clone. I'm not a clone. I know a lot of people who was saying I was cloned out there. So he's saying it for a third time. I am not a clone. I'm not a clone. (laughs) There's another man in my house eating my birthday cake. (laughs) Oh, no, Jamie Fox. (laughs) Yeah, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) 
bad news, you guys. Nick Cage spoke with Uproxx about his potential retirement from acting and film. He says, I don't want to get stuck in any genre or any performance style. I want to do it all. And I feel that I've at this point, after 45 years of doing this, that in over 100 movies, I've pretty much said what I've had to say with cinema. Well, I believe that Hollywood is kind of forcing this upon him. <laughs> like, please leave. Please. Really? Yeah, yeah what? What? Because he's still in like 15 films a year. Yeah, but they're like straight to streaming. Yeah, but there's a couple that keep getting really yeah, good dude, reviews. He's playing the numbers. He has like one great film every year. <laughs> he is playing the numbers because he, he'll make 10 stinkers and then all of a sudden they'll be like, Nick's back. Yeah. Because a new Mandy. One, there's a new one that's about to drop and it looks amazing. Is it the one where it's the vampire? No, that's he, out already. No, it's where he's a teacher, I think. Yeah. There was the one with Pedro Pascal that he was in. That was, he was great. But he was, ma- but he was basically making fun of himself. Yeah, yeah. which was great. Who are we talking about? Nick Cage. Nick Cage. He's, he's wonderful. I saw that Renfield thing. Hang in there, dude. And keep it going. wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Dude. No, he needs to keep going. Hang in there, I Nick. I agree, right? Scott. And Hang I in there, Nick guy. Cage. I respect when, like, these stars from yesteryear are willing to lean in and make fun of themselves a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. it makes them fresh and new and feel like yeah yeah there was a series on amazon that was called uh it was like ah, man it was jean-claude van damme but i think it was something like god what was it called i think it was like jean-claude van johnson and he was like <laughs> the guy he just like moved you find out that jean-claude van damme's whole career he was a cia agent making all these bad movies oh uh, yeah and he's making fun of himself. Like the very opening scene, a woman gets out of his shower and it's like, why am I all sticky? He goes, my house is only, has coconut water. <laughs> and he's taking like a segue down to the mailbox to pick up his mail. And I'm like, this is cool. This is like, that, it's really him? It's really that him. Was and right it's around, very funny. And he's making fun of himself. That was like, right around the time where he did the Mercedes commercial, right? With the yeah. splits? Yeah. And he kind of I, I like it. That, that seems like that. it's great. It's pretty funny. And it didn't get picked up for a second season, but it should have. It was very, very funny. And finally, let's trash this list. AV Club put out their top 10 best and worst shows. I'm not going to let you guys guess. I'm going to just give it to you straight. So the top 10, all right, for best TV shows. Telemarketers on HBO. Uh, I started watching that. Uh, pretty good. Okay. So it's worth of the list. I think, I think, yeah, I think worth it. Netflix had uh, Kunk on Earth. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a funny series. Beautiful. Uh, Comedy Central had the other two. That Very came in good. at number eight. FX on Hulu had Reservation Dogs. Great. Peacock had uh, Poker Face at number six. Uh, Beef on Netflix at number five. I hear that's good. That's the uh, the car accident. Yes, with um, what's Asian, her face? It's the uh, Asian cast. Uh, what's Aquafina? the comedian? No, 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 no. Uh, the comedian. Oh my gosh, I love her. She did um, Cobra Cho. Baby. Uh, Cobra. No. Ali Wong. Yes, Ali, Ali Wong. Wong. Yes, I love her. Um, HBO's The Last of Us came in at number four. Also on HBO, Barry, which you guys all raved about. Finish that out. Yeah, it was number great. Three. Who lose the bear at number two as the best TV? Love man, I gotta, I gotta, I watched one episode. It really is I great, start man. Watching you that. gotta get into it, but it is really, really great. And the number one show for 2023. Let me guess. Yes, go. For 2023. For 2023. Out of and all you networks. I haven't mentioned it. And I have not mentioned it. Is it something that ended this year? Yes. It's succession, right? It is succession. Yep. I came in at number one. Now, as far as did you get the, to the end of that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah, I came in. Who didn't, get to, who didn't get to the end of that? I haven't got to the beginning oh, yeah, yet either. <laughs> now, as far as the worst shows for 2023, <laughs> worst shows. Worst shows. AV Club said uh, the crowded room on Apple TV Plus came in at number ten. Velma on Max. Oh, that was uh, that came and went. Citadel on Prime Video at number eight. The Flash on the CW. 
Big Brother, CBS, number six. <laughs> Still. Alert, Missing Persons unit, unit on Fox came in at number five. Fubar on Netflix at number four. Secret Invasion from Disney Plus at number three. Fear the Walking Dead on AMC at number two of the worst TV of 2023. And the number one, and you will know this. Worst TV worst, show. It didn't even network. finish. If I give you the network, oh, it yeah. might. Wasn't it like two episodes and they just said, you know yep. what, we're done with this. It, it was. Network. Can't, it'll give it, was it away. HBO? It was, it was HBO. It was a, a big one. Didn't give it away. Oh, this is the one with Depp's kid. Yeah, The Idol. The Idol. The Idol. That's the worst oh, yeah, TV yeah. of wow. 2020. They didn't finish that? It, they canceled it? Yeah. Before yeah, it was like a big deal. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and people are like, what? You didn't even You didn't even give it a chance. <laughs> and people are like, no, Yeah, nobody no, cares. No, no, it's, this is not going anywhere. Um, wow. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That's the movie that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to I gotta see that. It's, it does, it's it does good, look funny. Man. I watched yeah. it on a plane, and it was very, very funny. But it's Nick Pedro's Cage making great. fun of himself, right? Yeah, he the, is. Yeah, Pedro says, Pascal's like a drug lord who's a huge Nick Cage fan, and he basically he can't. He's making fun of the fact that he can't say no to anything, and he's like trying to get these movies made, and he's like, Nick, you got to start. You say yes to everything, man. Nobody wants to work with you anymore, and he's like, you got to do something for money. So he goes to like, and he takes a big paycheck to go entertain at this be himself at this party, and. It's funny, man. Yeah. Also, just breaking, time person of the year is Taylor Swift. Ah, I knew it. Michael <laughs> is. Ah, you did it. You did it. I knew it. I did it, guys. Well, celebrity celebrating a birthday today. A boogie with the hoodie is 28. Johnny Football Mansell is 31. Ashley uh, Matikwi, that's uh, Simone on Tell Me a Story, is 40. Sarah Rafferty, Donna on Suits, that thing is pushed on me every day now. Mm. Yeah, Suits on, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, me too. No interest. She's no 51. Ulf um, Ekberg from um, Ace of oh Base God. is 53. <laughs> Judd Apatow is 56. Colin Salmon is 61. That is General Zod on Krypton. Now, I just started watching Man of Steel because that's what what's been put, uh, Netflix has been pushing on me as well. Have you seen that recently? That's the first one with Cavill. It's the the I thought the it was good. It was it's freaking awesome. And dude, does Michael Shannon not make the perfect Zod? Oh yeah, he's Zod? great Zod. God, dude, I love that. He's a great Zod. It's a great movie. Debbie Rowe is sixty five. Andrew Cuomo is sixty six. Debbie Rowe, Michael Jackson's uh, My, kids, Michael Jackson's uh, hired uterus. Is what Hired this, uterus. This is what <laughs> that's, that's the a bio. Way to, that's I love a way that to put you it. know that name. Like again, you your don't? brain. No. That's the biological mom of Paris Jackson and Prince. No way. Prince Michael Jackson Jr. Yeah, hired uterus is the way. That brain. <laughs> that R- should be put. REM guitar player Peter Buck is 67. Stephen Wright, the melancholy comedian with clown hair, is 68. You ever see Stephen Wright made a short film? Mm-mm. Um, Mr. Bean's in it. Really? Rowan Atkinson. Whoa. Uh, man, if you got just look up St- Stephen Wright, it was nominated for an Oscar. Hmm. It is so twisted and weird. If you're a Stephen Wright fan, just look up Stephen Wright it's short great. film from the it's from the 80s. The appointments of Dennis Jennings. That's it, dude. If Good. you're a Stephen Wright fan, you gotta watch it. Okay. Hmm. Well, you had me at Mr. Bean. There you go. <laughs> How do you say this guy's I name? Love that man. He's the guy that played Quasimodo in Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame. He's also he's the dude that plays Mozart in Amadeus. Tom uh, Halsey. Tom, uh, Halsey. Halsey. H U L C E. He's also in uh, that guy's, Parenthood. That guy's amazing. He's the guy for and he's movie he, he's the son that's always trying the to get son the money. That's always getting money. Yeah. Yo. He's got the kid named Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, dude. I forgot about that. That guy is awesome. Uh, he's also Pinto in Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Halsey. Yeah, Tom Halsey is 70. 70. And Joe Beth, Will- Joe Beth Williams, that's Diane from uh, Poltergeist. And uh, 
Uh, that's uh, the mom in Poltergeist is 75 oh, coach years old. Of, uh, yeah, because what's his face? Because Coach is also a Craig T. Nelson. Mm. Yes. All right, today's Porno Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Brittany O'Connell. And today's birthday girl has been in 373 fine films, including America's raunchiest home videos, 45 and 46. She was in Ass Master 7, The Backdoor Diaries, Battlestar Orgasmica, <laughs> Lauren's favorite, Both Ends Burning. Hey, Not sure what that's about. She's turning at both ends. <laughs> uh, Bubble Butts 22, Butt Bongo Babes, Diary of a Pervert, Scott's favorite, Faceful of Diesel 6. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thriller, man. Nick Cage is in that one, too. Yeah. You're really on the edge of your seat. A lot of plot holes, but Face it's full of diesel. Uh, oops, I milfed again, and who could forget a role in 2008's Red, White, and Goo? Mm. <laughs> Brittany O'Connell is 51 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. And as promised, it's exactly 8 o'clock. It's time to world premiere the new... Christmas anthem for all of St. Louis. It's a song called Christmas in St. Louis. Louis. It's by a uh, collab called Punk Rock Machine. That's right. This is uh, me and Tim Convy and our and our all-star band. Christmas in St. Louis is our first original. We are playing it on Saturday at Punk Rock Christmas. Uh, there are VIP tickets available. Mission Taco is providing the food. We are going to give you a little venue tour, show our instruments, play some acoustic, do all sorts of fun stuff. And, uh, I think you're going to love this song. I think you're going to love this song. It came out today. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, all of your streaming services. So make sure you put it in your Christmas playlist. Crank this thing so your neighbors hear it every single December. Christmas in St. Louis has I arrived. I think this is, uh, is going to overtake Mariah Carey as far as Christmas song. Yes. It's really good, man. To end all Christmas songs. We had Just, so much fun tracking this thing, too, man. We did it all in uh, like 10 hours down at Sawhorse Studios uh, last Wednesday. And, uh phew. I have audio of Mariah Carey hearing the song for oh, the first do? time. Oh, you do? Oh, good. Yeah, we've wondered. She's going to see her net worth decrease. Wow. Uh-oh. That's, it. <laughs> That's Mariah Carey. <laughs> There's plenty of room for both of us, Mariah. It's fine. All right, here you go. World premiere. Punk Rock Machine Christmas in St. Louis. It's Christmas in St. Louis. Christmas in St. Christmas lights on the arch There'll be snow on the ground till March From O'Fallon to O'Fallon to Santa We'll be jamming and we'll look for him out on the park That's a porch! We'll be carving up the ham Drinking eggnog with John Ham. You know it won't kill us Just one more time to kill us I'm assuming that's where Santa will land He'll be greeted by our two representatives We got both a mayor and a county executive which is dumb It's Christmas in St. Louis Christmas in St. Louis Santa always comes here first We put out bush light to quench his thirst Chestnuts for roasting, ravioli for toasting With this diet of fly home in a hearse But he's a moron St. Nick's all about that Yule He doesn't care where you went to high school Kids would rather go see him than the city museum Maybe even more than Ted Drews He visits 88 municipalities It's a huge burden in reality Which is dumb, dumb, dumb. so dumb It's Christmas in St. Louis Christmas 
Christmas anthem, Christmas in St. Louis. Download it wherever you download your songs. Yeah, add it to your Christmas playlist. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna jam it on Saturday. It's gonna be so much fun. Oh man, that, that's good. gonna go on the uh, the Riz family Christmas playlist. In between Dominic the Donkey and uh, Christmas wrappings from the from the from the waitress. Yeah, we're doing that song too on Saturday. Love that song with a guest singer. <laughs> Uh, dude, Tim made so, and there's so many good references that Tim put in there, St. Louis references, that you might have to listen to it 30 times a day. I, I would suggest doing that, just just so you make sure you catch all the references. It was packed. It's, it's really well done. <laughs> I liked the part where he said parch, and someone shouted, that that's, means porch. That's a porch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, congratulations. Thanks, man. We had so Cute. much fun. Shout out to Kevin Bowers, drummer, co-writer. He was, uh, he's amazing. What's, uh, what's your favorite Christmas song? Ever? Hmm. Yeah, if you name one 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 Christmas song to be your favorite, what is it? Ooh. I have to say Christmas in St. Louis. Besides that, come on, stop it. Honestly, I have had so much fun um, doing different arrangements of these Christmas songs that it's changed my view, and I love doing You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Mm. That song rules. Dude, Father Christmas from uh, The Kinks. Mm. We're, doing, we're doing that one too? Dude, that's the jam right there. I like a Christmas song that rocks. Yeah, I like um, the Eagles. Is it Come Home for Christmas? Bells will be ringing. That song Don Henley singing. Damn. Yeah. That is a good my one. my heart. That is a good one. A good so one. good. What's the, uh, what's the Beach Boys one? It's uh, Santa. Um, it's a, basically their normal song, but just with it, some. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. But, it, but, but it's a, is it an original? It's something about Santa, Santa something. That Beach Boys one rips. It's a pretty, great one. That one rips pretty good. And you know but, what? The other one I really love is uh, Jingle Bell Rock. I don't know why it just puts me rules, in a good. Man. It puts me in a good mood. What's her face? What's the uh, the dish? The version from um, you know, it was in Home Alone and all that. Whatever her name is, that rock rock and roller. Uh, Brenda but, Lee. 
Yeah, thank you. The one that just hit number one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Okum Okum Emmanuel overall. Oh, is that a church, a church hymn? Yeah, yeah but get out of here. India's version is, bad, bad or re- Phil Wickham. India or Phil Wickham's ver- versions are absolutely Bad stunning. religion has a version of that. that really? Rules. Hey, yeah. by the way, breaking news, we're hearing that Norman Lear died. Yeah. Oh, no. Norman oh. Lear. 101. 101. Of the of the Learjet? W- what no. From? All in the family, uh, responsible for just the Jefferson, yeah. a bunch of iconic. Oh, wow. Yeah, dies at 101. Yeah. Congratulations. He hat from what? Plus some. Too many. He died from too, too many, many birthdays. birthdays. An acute form of too many birthdays. That's 101. Cool. Wow. Congratulations. I'm glad he had a good run. And good still run. And still looks younger than Roy Orbison. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Actually, until recently, he was doing interviews and, you know, you'd see him out and about. Well, that's, but that's what happened. He seems like a jolly character. He stopped doing interviews, yep. I guess. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, let's do Match Up with Moon. We'll give away some prizes, including tickets for Punk Rock Christmas, which is at, uh, at the pageant on Saturday. Tickets to go see Steel Panther. Two weeks. At the factory, Sunday night, December 17th. Tickets to go see Nikki Glazer at the Fabulous Fox Theater, Saturday night, uh, April 27th. And we got tickets to go see comedian Sebastian Maniscalco at the Enterprise Center, December 14th, 2024. So, simple concept. Scott's going to come in. It's going to ask Moon and I five questions. Very tough ones. Whoever gets the questions right, whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win their choice of prizes. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Final matchup with Moon of 2023 is next. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in in disrepair and we're trying to put band-aids on it like the railings were loose we have to tell people please for your for your health and safety don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death uh so we, we eventually had to do it we had it we had a bunch of bullet we had to call on chestful vets and deck and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck they used their own crews they used their own tools um we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredible 
incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Kevin Pollack here, reminding you, it's the Rizzuto Show. And hey, happy birthday, Riz. I don't know if you guys listened to the Howard Stern Show, uh, but Ralph Sorella died. Ralph was uh, Howard's assistant for a long, long, long time. Curly-haired dude, kind of looked like Howard. So sweet. And they threw him under the bus a lot, but they loved he him was so a good, much. He was a good villain on the show. He liked to play up that villain card. Yeah, he called in about celebrity gossip and stuff. Only yeah. only 58, right? 58 years old. Wow. He had lymphoma. Yeah, but they said he died unexpectedly on, on Tuesday. Right. That's sad. 58 years old. Yeah, hey, Scott. Hi. Hey. hey. Word up, my, my Word homies. up, indeed. Hey, just some housekeeping real quick for the uh, for the Christmas in St. Louis. We did shoot a video yesterday. That should be out on Friday. Nice. Or at least this cool. weekend. Find that on the YouTubes this yeah, weekend. Yeah, it'll be on the YouTubes. Dang. For sure. Um, tomorrow, uh, Clanvis joins us. Clanvis <laughs> will be here. Uh, tomorrow, also the Craigslist Freak of the Year finals. Tomorrow. Oh, oh, golly. Big day, man. That's a big day. Big day. Big day. Right now, it's time for Match Up with Moon. The Rizzuto Show. Here. Have some free sh- and we've got uh, tickets for Punk Rock Christmas, which is coming up on Saturday. we got tickets for Steel Panther, which is coming up uh, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday over at the Factory. Tickets to go see Nikki Glazer April 27th over at the Fabulous Fox. And we got tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco, Enterprise Center, December 14th of 2024. All right, simple game. Uh, King Scott's going to ask us five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win their choice of prizes. All right, as the returning champ, I will uh, defer to Moon as far as you wanting to oh. answer the questions first or you want to be put in isolation first. Uh, I don't even have a chance to win here, right? Is he up well, if you get, if you, The only way you can win is if you get four today. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, then it doesn't matter. Well, the final contest, the final round is worth three points. Oh. Is this for real? I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not <laughs> know that. Yeah. I forgot about that. win or get my ass really kicked. All right. Uh, you know what? I will go ahead and I'll receive the questions first. You'll take the questions first. Okay. I'll be put isolation first then. Okay, let's get our teammates. Uh, let's go to Victor in... Where are you calling from, Victor? Uh, well, right now I'm in Kentucky, but uh, oh, I'm sorry. from St. Peter's. Victor right now in Kentucky right. by way of St. Peter's. Victor, Team uh, Riz or Team Moon? Um, Let's go with Moon. Yes. Victor, yes. Yes. Hang on. Feel good. Blessing. Thank you very much. Blessings to you. The blessing. The blessing. Uh, Dave, you are Team Riz. Yeah, all right. I yeah, want to buddy. Right. Hang on. Well, thanks. <laughs> Why can't you give him a chance? I didn't give him a chance to speak. I'm just so excited. Okay. <laughs> Let me put myself in isolation. Oh, you got... Oh. What? Oh. I was, I was going to... 
I was going to help you out. I had I had music already. No, no, I'm good. I had oh, a perfect choice. I don't choice. need to hear Christmas I, in St. Louis again. Oh, yes, I think you do. I, I'm going to listen to something on my. Uh, you should Spotify listen to it here. over there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to just press. I feel I'm like hit random. I feel like Moon's somehow figured out a way to have you two sing Christmas in St. Louis already. <laughs> no, it's <a> <laughs> so it's it's in everybody. It's in How'd everybody's. You do that? It's, it's in everybody's iPhone already. Yeah, you're saying you your iPhone just to us. Yeah. How did you do that? Like, Mono owes me a favor. He said I can only play it for you guys. Uh, randomly, a song on my uh, my Spotify. <clears throat> we go, uh, oh, Smash Some Pumpkins. How about that? How about that? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Moon for Victor here. What the heck is this? The music we always play. It, well, no, we read it. I don't know. It's, it's all new now. Oh, all right. Pretty excited. Okay, King Scott. Intense. Please tell me the name of Grinch's dog. Oh. Oh, no. I mean, I got tough ones. Max. There. Say Max? I say yeah. Max. What is a single strand of spaghetti called? <laughs> a noodle. Uh, in the movie Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Uh, where are they going? This is uh, Home Alone 1, you say? Yeah. Um, man, I say, uh, where are they going? Paris. What is the best-selling video game franchise? Oh, Tetris. Oh, man. Which- or, or is it, or is it GTA. I know they set the records for like how much they made. I'm gonna stay with Tetris because I feel like it's just better Which, answer. Okay, Tetris. Which branch of the U.S. Armed Forces used the slogan "It's not just a job; it's an adventure"? Hmm. Let's see. Be all you can be is the Army. Uh, it's not just a job; it's an adventure. You know, it almost sounds like a Coast Guard thing or something. Uh, man, is it the Marines? No, that's. I feel like it's a shorter one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Coast Guard. No, it's not just a job. Navy. I'm going to say Navy. Yeah. And if you if you screw me on a spaghetti noodle, because it's a noodle. I mean, come on. If he's, if it's something, it's, it's noodle. Go on. There might be a specific name. Oh, Let's there might be, but there's a noodle's going to count. What, it's controversial. What year, and here's the bonus, what year was composer-conductor John Williams born? Oh, man. <laughs> what year is it now? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I'll say 19... Da-da, I'm going to say 1940. 1940. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Okay, bro. Good. Okay, bro. This is this is yours to lose, man. I crushed. I, I destroyed this. Well, good luck to me then. Good luck to you. I hope you lose Get in into a isolation hor- horrible, shut your face. fiery disaster. I mean, you know, you I know. hope you bomb. Are you wishing death upon your opponent? Oh, yes! In this wow. game, I, I I'm hoping for smart death. <laughs> what are you listening to? Punk rock Christmas? What? I'm rocking <laughs> over here. Christmas in St. Louis. All right, all right, here we go. It's for Dave. Please tell me the name of Grinch's dog. The Grinch's dog. <laughs> Why are you, Max? Okay, you're looking at me weird. No, so the wheels, the, the gears were going. All right. All right. I what just is stare into your soul. <laughs> what is a single strand of spaghetti called? Uh, spaghetto. In the movie Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? <sighs> this is the first one, Home Alone. The, what is, 
or what is the best-selling video game franchise? Best-selling video game franchise. Great question, Scott. The best-selling video game franchise. Mario Brothers. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Rave's trying to stay stone face. I don't want any. Uh, I don't want any blowback in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I get you. All right. Here's the the final regular question: Which branch of the U.S. Armed Forces used the slogan "It's not just a job; it's an adventure"? It's not just a job; it's an adventure. Navy. And for the bonus, what year was composer and conductor John Williams born? Uh, 1939. Okay. All right, Mooners. Right, How you feel? Feel good, actually. I thought I did pretty well. Yeah, I think I, I think it did okay. I think I, it's going to be a. I, I want to say, now that it's over, mm -hmm. I think you each blew one that you're going to regret. I think, and they're different questions. Mm. Oh no! I could be wrong. I, I could be totally wrong. I think wrong. I blew. I think I blew the video game one. I think each blue one that when you. I the think answer, I blew the video game like, one. Ah, damn I it! That. I yep. knew that one. And oh. they're different questions, but that's all oh, I want to really? say. All right, here we go. But you guys did great. I just think yeah. there was one question each, and I'm like, I know Moon knows this, and I know Riz knows this. Ah, damn it! God, Scott. And yet we all blew right. it. Oh, poop! <clears throat> Please tell me the name of Grinch's dog. You both said Max, and you're both correct. Ooh, oh, my nice. goodness. Nice. I, was, I, I found this back here. I went, boop, and did pulled it out of there. Uh, it took me a second to think about it. <laughs> did you hear Jim Carrey's voice saying it, or the original? No, I heard the original. I didn't hear anything. I heard Max. <laughs> From Jim Carrey? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what, I I the original was in my head. I, I don't think I ever saw, really, the Jim Carrey one. I think I may oh, have seen I've it once. I've never seen it either. It's a nice one. I know Taylor Momsen, Cindy Lou Who. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a good movie. St. Louis's own. St. Louis's own. All right, next. What is the single strand of spaghetti called? Moon, you said noodle, and it's got to be noodle because it is a noodle. And then Riz, you said spaghetto. It's spaghetto. How, how is that not? Spaghetti. Spaghetti is, noodle. Here, here, spaghetti, spaghetti noodle. is plural. I'm sorry? Spaghetti is plural. I never said spaghetti. I said noodle. Come on, man. You And you're wrong. Controversy. Come on, controversy. This man is said, Italian. He knows his noodles. Uh, yeah, oh, great. Spaghetti. And I'm not. What is a single, I mean, let's see here. What is Here's a single strand not, of spaghetti called? I'm not saying that's not called a spaghetti. So, I mean, it would be like a nickname or something, I guess. But it's also called a noodle. I mean, yeah. oh, controversy. Maybe it's not going to matter. I right. call controversy. Maybe it's not going to matter. In the movie Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Moon, you said Paris. Riz, you said Hawaii. Paris, and damn it. Paris. Oh, damn it. Moon. One. Yeah. Oh, Damn it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you're going to Oh, man. Why did, did they I, go to Hawaii? What did I blow? Noodle? We'll see. I, oh, yeah, it I hasn't think, even I happened yet? I thought you might know spaghetto. Spaghetto? No. But there's another one. Okay. That sounds Damn. like Chef Boyardee's. <laughs> nemesis. Yeah it's, yeah. it sounds like Mario's nemesis, Spaghetto. Yeah. And <laughs> the guy that made Pinocchio, right? me, <laughs> Spaghetto. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best-selling video game franchise? By the way, it's 2-2. Yes, 2-2. Two, two. What is the best-selling video game franchise? Moon, you said Tetris. Riz, you said Mario. And the correct answer is Mario. Yes. Wow. Franchise. Cool. Two Italian questions. Oh. <laughs> this is a good point. Mario's super it nice. Oh, I always have a good point. <laughs> I said I was going to change the, the faucet. It's a plumber question. Oh, oh, man. This is the horse poops. All right. So uh, Riz is up one. And here's the final question. 
Which branch of the U.S. Armed Forces used the slogan, It's not just a job, it's an adventure. So if Moon gets this right, and I get it wrong, it's a tie. Oh, man. If we get it right or wrong, this wins. The answer, after the break. No. Come on. Okay, no. no. Mom. Okay, Moon, you said Coast Guard, and then you're like, ah, it can't be the Coast Guard. It's the Coast Guard. No, it can't be. I don't know. Navy. And then Riz, you said Navy, and it's the Navy. God. Noodle. Noodle, we're tied. Oh, come on. No, come on, nothing. Well, but so you knew what he was he was getting at. What's the tiebreaker? I want a specific no. name, but I didn't say specific name. I thought mm. Noodle. Um, so. Uh, spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> and here's for the bonus. What year was composer and conductor John Williams born? Moon, you said 1940. Riz, you said 1939. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I said 39. He said 40. Mm-hmm. This is very close. And he was born in? 1932. So I would have won anyway. Oh, that, that makes me feel better. No this controversy. controversy. <laughs> Still controversy. No, there's no controversy. Well, I'm just saying, noodles, noodles should the count. Answer, hey, he's he's he won on the tiebreaker. He is right. Spaghetto on three. <laughs> one, two, three. Spaghetto! I, I didn't realize there was two do, Italian Do we not also call it? A noodle. A noodle? In, in our homes where I'm only 7% Italian, I call it a noodle. I guess yeah. we'll give you that, but the tiebreaker. You didn't ask for a proper. In an adopted home. I should have said proper name, huh? <laughs> well, I think you did. You said you didn't say what is a pasta, singular pasta strand called. You said okay. a spaghetti strand. I feel like you. Okay. But we, I mean, you yeah. specified a specific I lost on the tiebreaker. No okay. big deal. Because there's more than no one No big deal. Noodle. Oh, we lost our fourth You're call. You're not wrong. No. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. You know what? It's fine. We'll do one more round here. This one is worth three points, by the way. Uh, John, hello. Oh. Hey, hey, John. Man. Team Riz or Team Moon? Uh, Riz. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm playing for John. Moon's playing for everyone himself. Else. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Moon, go in isolation. All righty. Moon's hoping that John does not receive tickets for Punk Rock Christmas. Wow. I'm just hoping there's some adopted questions in there. Right. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> right. There it is. Here we go, King Scott. What alcohol? What al uh, God. What alcoholic? Take time. What alcoholic drink is mainly made from juniper berries? Uh, gin. What is the nationality of Picasso? French. What brings Frosty the snowman? Frosty. Frosty. Uh, that's a stripper snowman. <laughs> it's a hat. Saying it the St. Louis way. Hat. Gross. <laughs> I know it's so gross. It's so isn't gross. It? What oh, animal is? Idiots. What animal is known by the nickname sea cow? The sea cow. Aww. That is a sea cow. Think about it. No, I'm thinking about it. This is simple to trivia. A walrus. Okay. Which? Oh, I'm wrong. Damn. It. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pump that one. Which member of the Rat Pack died on Christmas Day in 1995? Christmas Day, 95. Dean Martin. And here's the bonus. In total, how many gifts were given in the 12 days of Christmas? Oh, that's how many total? Total. 144. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> you look like a disappointment. 
I was just doing some math. I don't know. I, I didn't know hey, there'd man. be math. I didn't know there'd be math today. <laughs> I didn't math. Know there'd be math. Pretty math. Oh, you're ready. Right. son of a teacher. A you know math. Do I have a pen and paper? No pen, and paper, pen and paper allowed. Yeah, I would. Hey, is he being serious? I've got one. No. Oh. Aren't you a teacher's kid? I thought you. Okay. We're just Easy. goofing, man. Doing goofs. <laughs> just new boot goofing. All right. Mooners. King Scott. What alcoholic drink is mainly made from juniper berries? I'm done with this, man. You, you, and, you and your alcohol. This guy's a bartender. He's, he's an Italian. He knows his food. You and your bartender. <laughs> yeah, but you know you he knows know his this. booze, and I don't know any of this stuff. You're a Boy Scout. You should know this. Go on. Say it again. What what alcoholic drink is mainly made from juniper berries? I don't know. I'll say gin. No idea. What is the nationality of Picasso? Pablo Picasso? Hmm. Pablo Picasso. Pablo. 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 Spanish. <laughs> or American. Is he American? Is it one of those things? Oh, fart. Espanol. I'll say that. Come on. What Pablo. brings Frosty the Snowman to life? Uh, it's that uh, it's that uh, that old top hat he wears. What animal is known by the nickname Sea Cow? Manatee. Which member of the Rat Pack died on Christmas Day in 1995? Oh my gosh. Sammy Davis Jr. Jr.? <laughs> Dean Martin? Rat Pack. Why can't I only think of those two? Oh man, is it Sammy? Or Dean Martin? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Two first names, Dean Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. go with that. And here's the bonus. In total, how many gifts were given in the 12 days of Christmas? Holy crap. <laughs> oh, my God. The best part is, I think we talk about this every year. Oh, we, we do? What a <laughs> dumb question. Oh, fart. Okay, so you mean throughout, uh, like, the actual gifts that are given? Yeah, combined. Yeah, everything combined. Mm, man, that's so dumb. Um, let's say one hundred and twenty. Yeah, no, no, that can't be it. I'll say one eleven. Okay. No math. Oh, math. Oh. I could, I should have had pen and paper. I think I'd have had a better guess. What, the end? Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, oh, I no, just, man. That's going to kill us. There's two I punted. Yeah. Yeah, did I we, know. Did we punt the same ones? Yeah, I don't know. One of your punts got blocked. Damn it. it ran back for a touchdown. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, for really? all the marbles. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Scott, all right. here we go. What alcoholic drink is mainly made from juniper berries? Riz, you said gin. Moon, oh, my god! You gosh. had no clue. You did not know this was given. This is not fair. You said gin, and it's gin. Oh, my God. Did, why was that it not wasn't fair? fair. How, well, for, you you know your booze. You, you're always, somebody will go, hey, booze what's, what's in a Manhattan? And you know what's okay, in a Manhattan. So what? You're but, a raging alcoholic, dude. It's not mm -hmm. fair. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Okay. All righty. One, one. What is the nationality of Picasso? Riz, you said French. Moon, you said Spanish, uh, and it's Spanish. Spanish. Oh, damn it! I'm just glad it wasn't Italian. 
Nah, oh, damn it. It's a me, Picasso. Uh, it's a <laughs> <laughs> me. I painted the picture. Damn. All right. And what brings Frosty the Snowman to life? Riz, you said hat. No. Hat. Yeah. Hat. <laughs> and Moon said top hat. Correct answer is love. Mm. No, it's it's a hat, I guess. I think, does Riz's count? Because it's actually a top hat. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, it's a hat. hat. I would yeah. But it's a hat. Okay, okay. Yeah, because they, they specify so many different parts of them yeah. with the coal uh, for eyes and all that stuff. In there. Okay. And the hat was the magic. The hat was the magic. Um, let's see here. <laughs> what? What animal is known by the nickname Sea Cow? Idiot. I'm an idiot. Riz, you said walrus. Moon, you said manatee. And it is manatee. Ah. Yeah, I knew that one. So, Moon I, wins. I think about that for a second. Moon wins. Am I undefeated so far? Yeah, no, I, I lost. No, you have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I lost. I want to go five All for right. five. Well, let's go for this one. What member of the Rat Pack died on Christmas Day? Riz, you said Dean Martin. Oh. Moon, you said, is it Sammy Davis Jr. or Dean Martin? How do I not know any other names? And is Dean Martin? Oh, and that's what you guessed. So you're correct. Good job, babe. Yep. All right. You keep doing. You pulled Mooners on that one big time today. And the who, bonus. Who else is in the Rat Pack? Those are the only Frank, two I can think of. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Oh, Sinatra. Yeah, duh. technically mm -hmm. Peter Lawford and Sammy uh, Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. The big three are Frank. Sammy. And but Peter Lawford is. I think Peter Lawford. He is one and, of uh, the other dude. Who's the comedian guy? Jimmy. Don Rickles? No, the other guy. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Jimmy Durante, but it's like. Nah, it nobody says Jimmy Durante. Peter Lawford's the one that's like the, the one peripheral. not as known. Yeah. But he's in it. Well, and I won tickets for an invisible person. Yep, yeah, nobody. Congrats. What's the tiebreaker? Go. <laughs> no. In total, how many gifts were given in the 12 days of Christmas? <laughs> it's like. Uh, and Riz, you said 144. Moon, you said 111. The answer is 364. <laughs> oh, so you see, total. we misunderstood. So in you total, mean like, no, you mean like one I, I got and then two? I, I know what he was talking about. Plus How one? many total? Yeah, in total. In the whole song. Da, 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 da. Okay. I, I misunderstood. Sorry. Well, I thought you meant like. That's a you problem. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter um, anyway. You want five for five and miss a tiebreaker. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the, I guess if this is the final of the year, you and that won. was worth the three champ, points, you won. Ooh, that was worth three. That was worth three. He still beat me by two. Yep. All right. <laughs> well done, the champion yet nice. again for the second year in a row. Is it second or third year? Second year in a row. Second year in a row. I'll take Scott wow. Rizzuto. Thanks, guys. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> You can, you can put it next to your perfect attendance war that, that Rafe gave, gave you this morning. Santa's going to give you a gift this morning. Rafe didn't give that to me. That was the Marconi the, family. Right. That was, was yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. Rafe would never give me something like that. No, that was time travel. Oh, Joey Bishop. Joey Bishop. That's who I was thinking of. Mario Bros. Joey Bishop. And someone, uh, BJ, you emailed in wrong. Home Alone 1 is Florida. Home Alone 2 is Paris. Sorry, BJ. You are wrong. That is not true. Miami is. They are going to Paris. Yeah, they're the going family to Paris. talks about speaking in French. Yeah, you're with the French called Les Accompetants. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, buy me something French. So that thanks for taking the time to not look it up and email anyway. I should. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Chris Kerber. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs 
who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. You're listening to The Riz Show, and it's Ian Bag. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Our buddy Chris Kerber joins us. For Chris Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Kerber. Good morning, Chris. Morning, everybody. How are you? Uh, Doing well. Welcome back to town. Thank you. Uh, man, 36 hours. 36 hours. Well, we'll get to the wacky, you know, blue <laughs> schedule here in a second. But Lauren, I forgot to tell you, uh, found a new pizza place by our, where we live. Yeah. Have you been to Pizzarelli? No. <sighs> Super good. Yeah. Oven style? What is it? Like a wood oven? What is it? I don't know. I, somebody recommended this place and it was, I went on Friday and it was good. It was very good. I will be going back. Pizza Oli. What is it? Pizzarelli. Pizzarelli. You know, it's behind the Einstein. It's in the same shopping plaza. Is it Einstein? By that uh, vintage, um, like, craft mart thing. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what's over there, but I I know there's a there's a pretty good pizza joint there. And this brings me to Chris Kerber here for a second. So Friday, my son and I got, you know, got a pizza, and I guess I forgot to put it in the fridge overnight. Mm. Now, Chris, if you have leftover pizza from last night, unrefrigerated, overnight, sitting on the counter, do you eat it or you do you throw it away? No, you eat it. Right on. Absolutely eat it. You absolutely eat it. Moon, do you eat it or throw it away? Eat it. You know me, man. So you eat it. Lauren, do you eat it or throw it away? I eat it because there's no meat on it if it's at my house. Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's pizza that sat out overnight. It's fine. Eat it. If it was a late night pizza... And it's it, this was uh, like it, a seven o'clock pizza. And if it's of a certain quality, you, dude, I had cake that sat in the studio over for the four weekend. days. I know. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I put it in the microwave for eleven seconds, and a I thought ah, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't heat it. I, well, I, Rafe, do you eat it or you you throw it away? Who am I asking? Why are you even stopping? <laughs> he said, <"Come> <laughs> it's, it's pie. You leave it out. It's good. You leave put it in the fridge. It's good. No matter what, it's good. Three days later, I'm going to be, I'm going to maybe tap it on the stove a couple times. Be like, eh. That's fine. Yeah. I'm eating it. Washing. Scott, eat it. Or oh, yeah. I'm going to eat that bad yeah, boy. you're eating it. Yeah. Uh, is it bad that I said I had my son eat it first to see if he got oh, sick? Oh, my and then God. I ate that's it. What are you doing? That's a smart thing. Kids are resilient. <laughs> yeah. Your immune system got an immune system mine. like a champ. Terrible. <laughs> 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 your canary in a coal mine. I listen. I'm just. I'm just. Uh, you know. I'm just curious. Uh, how was that? But I, I, I'd eat it even if there was meat on it. Yeah, I, I, I did eat it. By the way, it's and it was fine. And I there bet was, it was meat good on it too. It was great. I love cold pizza. I love cold pizza. Like a really big fan of it. How was how was Vegas? By the way, Chris. 
Vegas, Vegas was pretty good. Uh, great from a hockey standpoint, sunny from a weather standpoint, uh, insane from a people standpoint. So I think that pretty much summed up Vegas, right? Now, where do you guys stay? At a hotel. <laughs> Is it now without getting specific? <laughs> Is it I'm at, careful with about getting specific? Now, without, for getting specific reasons. Yeah. Here's what what here's what I'm wondering. Is when I hear, you know, the team's out in Vegas, do you guys stay, and you're not going to say exactly where, do you stay at a major hotel? Or is it something like, you know, the Mandalay Bay or one of those type of hotels? Uh, yeah, we, we, we stay at a hotel. Well, let's see. We're just making sure we, we haven't done it a couple of times. Uh. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's a major hotel. Okay. You know, we stay right down on the strip. Let okay. me put it that way. Like there are some. Are we talking like a Motel Six we'll here, stay. Chris? What are we talking? Something nice, a jury? No, no, that, <laughs> no, in the East Coast Hockey League, we used to stay there. That was something else. But um, uh, no, 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 no. We stay right down on the strip, right near uh, you know, right near T-Mobile Arena. It's a, a terrific hotel. Listen, the, the one thing that has absolutely changed in sports, no matter what, is whether it be the quality of the travel of the charter. Uh, the food on the plane, the food prepared for guys in the hotels, the hotels you stay at, they basically try to make sure that there is, it's not possible to have an excuse of lack of comfort to impact your play. Yeah, but and I mean, you so, go to a place uh, like Vegas where it's Sin City, you got a lot yeah. of young guys. Are they, are they given a talking to before? Like, hey, we're here for like two days. Because when did you guys get to Vegas? Because the game was on uh, Monday. So we, flew, yeah, we, we flew in Sunday night. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, wait, when did we play? No, we flew in Saturday night. So we flew in Saturday night They had Sunday off. Actually, the team did go to the practice rink and skate. Okay. Uh, but no game. And then they played on Monday. So, so some guys, there are some guys that are gamblers that went to, went to tables. The moment we landed, there are some guys that are not that went to bed. Um, it's, it's really kind of all over the place a bit, but yeah. I mean, at some point in time, now keep in mind as well, like Vegas has now been in the league for seven years. So I think some of the newness uh, for a lot of guys is kind of worn off. Yeah. Like, and, and so really when, when we go into a city now, you know, you're looking like you go into New York and you've got a day off. There's opportunities for you that don't exist if you're having a day off in Winnipeg. Yeah. Right? So yeah, that's what I'm Vegas, saying. Vegas is, yeah, Vegas is much like that. So, uh, um, you know, I was walking around, uh, well, yesterday morning before we, so the team stayed. They flew home yesterday. So a couple times we might fly home right after the game, but because we have a game again tonight, they don't want to mess with sleep patterns too much, although I do find that funny because I just don't think most guys go back right to the hotel anyway. But um, that's just my philosophy on that. <laughs> but, uh, no, walking around yesterday morning uh, before the bus left about 9.15, and I was walking through Aria. I put 20 bucks in a slot machine. Hit the button three times, won 150 bucks. Look at this guy. Out of here. I remember. $100. on you. So, uh, yep, nope. Took my luck and ran at that point. I figured we got out of here with a 2-1 victory and a, and, and a win at a slot machine. It's time to get on the plane yeah. and leave. Who are the guys on the team that go and just stay in their rooms? Because, listen, you got young guys. You got young guys. You got, uh, you know, young guys with, with big bank accounts. Uh, and a chance to get yourself into some trouble. I'm not asking. Wait, I'm we're not, on the air, right? Like, yeah. or, or is this you and me talking? Like, like this nobody is just else. You and Riz on the phone. Like yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently today. Yeah, yeah. Here, tell me all the goods it's going to railroad people. Um, I will. I will tell you this. 
Uh, actually, we got a pretty good group of guys this year. Most of the guys on this group of team are going to go out and they'll hang together too. That that's a uh, that's a good characteristic of this team. Um, it, it, to be honest with it, but I, I, I'll go back. I'll go back to the early days of, uh, of 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 David Backus and company. We we were out in Los Angeles, and the team rather than fly home right after the game, which is something most guys would prefer you do. The team decided. Uh, Rick Walmsley and, and the assistant coaches said, "Now let's keep the team out here in L.A. for a day, uh, for a night, and let let them party it up and do it up." You know, and as the broadcasters are like, "Oh man, just get us home." So anyway. We we found this uh, uh this great bar in downtown Los Angeles called the Library. Ooh, End up you know yeah ended ended up there with uh, with some of the coaches and, and things. I had, had a good time, but we we go back from the rink to the hotel first, and we were staying at the Biltmore at the time, which is a classic, glorious old hotel mm-hmm. in downtown LA, and and we we were staying at the Biltmore, and. We're walking in, and we're we're going to put our bags in our uh, you know our you know ba- our work bags in the back in the hotel before we head out. And there's like four guys that are coming in with sandwiches and bags. We're like, dude, what are you guys doing? We're in we're in Los Angeles. We're staying the night. We're like, no, we're we're, we're gonna they had a video game tournament. So video game tournament. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some guys had started traveling with some video games, and and literally, I mean, it was sort of like it was like slap shot. But instead of the you know the cards that they had on the bed with the handsome brothers, they actually had some video games. Yeah, I'm sure the we coaches actually appreciate that. Stay in, fellas. <laughs> That's so hot. Oh, I'm sure they were. I'm, yeah, I, <laughs> listen, it, it, there was and now. Here's the way it was done another time. One of my early days uh, with, with the team, and we got out there the same kind of thing in L.A. At the end of the game, a couple of the veteran players had about four or five limousines waiting on guys, and they said the whole team is going. And 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 they went. So sometimes it just depends on the characteristic of the team. Right. Right. See, if Lauren was on the team, she oh, yeah. would arrive in Vegas, and you'd wonder if she would show up to the game. Yeah, I wouldn't be at the game, Curb. I would be. <laughs> I'd be in jail. Well, listen, we, <laughs> so yeah. Lauren is in jail. Well, I, I asked uh, Richie Jankowski is our, uh, our uh, does team services. He, he's amazing at it. And uh, so we get on the bus yesterday, and I'm like, Richie, do we got everybody? <laughs> and yeah. it was. You know, there's two buses. There's a media, like a media slash staff bus. There's a player bus. And he's like, yeah, we went through. And he and I were talking, like, I, I, I think over the years, like, I don't know that we've had a player. I don't think we've had a player miss a flight or something like that from a blue standpoint since I've been here. We've had a couple media members do it, believe it or not. But, <laughs> but, not, but not a... But not a player. I, I actually I missed a flight well, when I was doing games in, in Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, we were down in Lexington, Kentucky, playing the Kentucky Thoroughblades, and uh, had a college roommate that came in, and uh, that that lived up in Cincinnati, so not too far away. So we were hanging out, and they were serving like fifty cent Red Bull or uh, Red Dogs, fifty cent Red Dogs at the Damn. hotel. So, yeah, so we pounded like way too many of, of that bad beer. And uh, woke up at like seven in the morning. The sun's up, and I said, "Kevin." He's like, "Yeah." I go, "What time does the sun come up in Kentucky?" And where are my goes, pants? I don't know. Like <laughs> he goes, "Yeah." He goes like, "Well, no, that I knew. That I knew." Thank you. But he goes, "He goes, I don't know, like six thirty. I'm like, crap. Uh, I missed the flight. Uh, I missed the flight. And and we were flying. We were flying uh, commercial. Best part was nobody on the team even knew I wasn't there uh, until we hit there. They hit the layover in Philadelphia. 
Uh, is, that, is that demoralizing? Like nobody even realized you were yeah. gone. Oh, I know. Then they didn't even realize I wasn't there. But then, so I called down to the front desk. This is when you could call down to a front desk and they still let you, you know, when you had to call an airline and they, somebody answered the phone and they could just get you on another plane. Right. Yeah. And so I called down to the front desk and they said, Oh, somebody else uh, with your team missed the flight too. I went, nice. I hope it's like, like our captain, right? A veteran. He's like, Hey, he didn't speak English very well. I went, darn it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, missed that flight. And, uh, uh, that, that was an embarrassing moment, but that's the only one I've missed. Is that a Pan Am flight? Just judging uh, by some of the references <laughs> in this story, it was a while ago. Like we were drinking yeah, Red Dog, you could call down yeah, to the front to, desk. Well, this would have been. This would have been. Let's see. This, this had to be. This was ninety. Well, you high Yelonum was with us, so 90, 96, 97 hockey yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. All right, the Golden Knights in town tonight after playing Vegas uh, on Monday and beating them on Monday night. It was a great win. Uh, some of the players are not fans of this home-and-home thing. I was reading in the uh, the paper this morning. Because the schedule's yeah, that's, been, the that, schedule's that was an weird. interesting topic. Yeah, it's an interesting topic that started getting asked in the last couple of days, and I hadn't heard it asked much. Uh, I, I've never mind back-to-backs and, and home-and-homes. I mean, now sometimes if you get some – when there was a level of nastiness, uh, the second day would always be interesting and, and never seemed to, to to get worse. But, you know, in this case, I think if you're the Blues, you just played a great game against the Vegas, you know, against Vegas, and you get a chance now to back it up, which you need to, because last night, I mean, every team in the Central Division is continuing to win again. Mm. Nashville's right on your heels. Minnesota won again last night. Colorado won, you know, in, in a shootout, I think, or in, or, or in overtime maybe. Like, like you've got to just keep winning to keep pace. It, it's it's amazingly tough in this division again. So I'm I'm kind of cool with it. I, I don't. I mean I don't know. I, I guess it's fake outrage if somebody really has a problem with it. Like if you're if you're a St. Louis Blues fan and, and you stayed up and you watched that game, and you saw a terrific, entertaining game, and Bennington was just off the charts great. I think you're excited about tonight's game. And so um, I I don't know. Here's the other thing. We have no control over that part of the schedule, so if a fan's really upset about it, I don't Man. know what to tell them. Well, the schedule's been weird. So you guys are already done playing Arizona for the season. It's So the, the weird stat that I read this morning was the last or the next 17 games, the last 17 games were in different cities. So, like, you never had two uh, home games in a row right. over the past yeah. 17 games. Interesting. Well, this 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 one this one's been t- it's been a tough one. Listen, I actually think I do believe that this is the best schedule the Blues have probably had hell in my 24 years with the team. I, I really I think it's a terrific schedule. Except this one stretch that we're in is where last Wednesday was the only day in a stretch of 25, basically from the 15th of November until the 9th of December. Last Wednesday was the only day that we were in town with no travel, no game, and a day not named Thanksgiving, mm. right? So except for the Thanksgiving holiday, which, by the way, we arrived at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning coming home right. from the West Coast, right? So you can even count that. So that was the only day where the team didn't have to travel and there wasn't a game while, while you're at home in the stretch of 25. Man. You know, I mean, hell, I, I got home last night. Uh, right, we walked through the door right about four, four fifteen. Some of that started doing laundry because we're, we're leaving right again, uh, leaving again tomorrow. Uh, actually, got a cool trip, guys. A fun little personal thing. So my daughter's a freshman at University of Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rather than getting on a team plane, she just finished her first semester exams yesterday. 
So rather than flying with the team tomorrow to uh, Columbus, I'm actually going to get in the car, pick up Gracie at Louisville, and, and we're going to drive the Columbus Chicago road trip together. She's going to come to games like that's a yeah. It's good. I'm looking forward to that. But I mean, that, that's that's kind of what you got to do. Make some family time, make yeah. some things in it, and let go because uh, it, now the flip side is is once we're done with this trip, like I mean, okay, there's there's four days down in Florida before Christmas, but we've got a great schedule around the holidays, great schedule around New Year. January's not bad. You get the first 10 days of February. I mean, the next really long trip is our, our eight-day trip to New York City area in March. So I, it, it really is a good schedule for the most part, just some quirks to it. All right, so the game tonight starts at 8 o'clock instead of the usual 7. Yes. Uh, so it's not interfering with the, uh, I guess, the televised games on TNT. Correct. So just make note of that. So it's uh, it's the Blues and it's Knights. At Enterprise tonight, 8 o'clock pregame starts at 7. Don't forget about the Curbside Podcast, which will follow the game, correct? Yeah, thanks. We put put that up uh, before uh, the next morning for everybody. So if you, if you miss any of the hockey game in any way, we just go through quickly some some highlights, some analysis, some opinion, some post-game reaction from the players and the coach. And that way the next day, uh, it's called Curbside Reaction. And the next day you got everything you need in about 15 minutes. Well, have a great call tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right. Uh, enjoy the cold pizza. Have an awesome week. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, the buddy. one and only Chris. Alright, quick break. We'll come back. Moon's got uh, time for a couple emails. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now, think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now, you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. It's Drew Lynch, and you're listening to the the, the Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy, happy birthday, Riz! I want to throw out an eagle call for a, a toy drive this weekend. Eagle right. call? Not this weekend. It's happening tonight. Oh, tonight. Sorry. Tonight, tonight, yeah. My, uh, so I did Even the more uh, urgency. Yeah, yeah. I hosted and emceed the uh, awards banquet for the St. Louis Barbecue Society over the weekend, and I saw my good friend Jeff, who uh, owns Super Smokers and also runs Case and Bucks. Uh, you know, they brought us wings not yeah, too yeah, long ago. So Case and Bucks and Jeff are doing a Toys for Tots drive tonight at Case and Bucks, uh, 6 to 9. There are going to be Marines there as well. You bring a new unwrapped toy and get a free dessert from um, uh, from uh, H&K Loaded Sugar Shack in Festus. So they're doing a whole thing down there, Toys for Tots drive, 6 to 9 at Case and Bucks tonight. That's tonight. great. We'll put the uh, details on the uh 
On the socials, if you could. Yeah. Wonderful. Send them my way, Moon. All right, Very Lauren, cool. Question for you. What? Normal or nope? All right. As you're, what are you, lubricating your hands? I'm lubricating, yes. <laughs> Normal or I nope? I lubricate <laughs> throughout well, the show. The this is, for the people, yeah, if he likes it, it's stuff. origins. I, yes, I, my lips and my hands are properly lubricated this Speaking entire duration of, of the show. of lubrication and lips. My goodness. Is it normal for a woman or not normal to have lip balm in every location? <laughs> yes, it is normal. Purse, car, required. Bedside table, pocket, and you never trade them around. Like car chapstick does not work as pocket chapstick. Exactly, Riz. Never put the bedside one in your purse. They must all stay in their designated locations. Yes. I have a kitchen lip balm. I, I, what mm -hmm. is it? It's um My mother has a uh, has a low so my my mom. Never cursed in her life. Never had a cigarette. Never had a sip of alcohol. None of, none of that kind of stuff. But she is fully addicted, and I'm, and I'm sure she'll admit this. She is fully addicted to chapstick, like a real, like it's a. So like does a she real have addiction. chapstick in every? Location. She has a chapstick in every location. Plus, she has one on her person at all times. I'm with your mom, and has for yeah. decades upon decades. And Rafe is also honorary woman really? with the chapstick. I this chapstick. But you probably brand. put your chapstick in your pocket. Uh, her, and you have it in every location. I do, but I have auxiliary ch auxiliary birds <laughs> bees <laughs> around the house in clandestine locations. Tina cannot steal. And yep, I, do I have one in my pocket car and in my bag here. Mm -hmm. Hers is chapstick specific brand. Like uh, me too. Mine's That's my brand. Specific. I was at band practice last night, and this is why I was at band practice last night. The drummer of my band goes, "You need to drink some water. Your lips are dry." And I'm like, "No, man." Like I was at the dentist yesterday. This woman had <laughs> her fist no, in man. my mouth, putting this <laughs> putting this crown on. I'm not kidding. Go on. My entire left side cheek is still sore to this mm. today. So yeah, I'm a little yes. We have chapstick everywhere, and every I'm cool location. With it. And I'm and and the question is though, like you can't take your purse chapstick and and no. use it while you're sitting in bed. No, because that's wrong. Not. Yeah, keep, keep them wet. Stay wet, ladies. Okay, so that's normal then. Well, yeah, normal thing. All right, normal. Normal, normal or nope? Waiting for the water in the shower to warm up before getting in. Normal. Right, that's normal. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know somebody. That gets in the shower and turns on the water while they're in the shower. Oh. Whoa! Do they have a That's tankless or something? Wild, isn't it? Is that? It, I mean, oh. I think some people like the the burst. They so. Have they, you seen this? It's in the movie. Have you seen it? I've not. No, because I've not I, showered this I've week. Seen Tina, I've seen Tina do it. Bis. No, I, I call BS. No, she way. doesn't take hot showers either, which drives me. What? When we shower together, it's mm. a point of contention because we have a good like we have a good two person like. We took a shower together the other day. All right. Go on. And uh, it was great. But it's like, because we now we have like, I put in like a rainwater and it's got the wand. Whoa. So there's two showers spraying at the same time and you can angle them because usually it's just me standing in the back of the shower freezing my ass off. I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Can I just sit on a toilet naked with a fan on me and talk to you while you're in the shower? Because it's the same thing. <laughs> but she does not like super hot showers. And I like, I want it to burn a layer of skin off. Yeah, yeah. I want to be red. When I get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to continually ask myself, is this too hot? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like, yes. To the point Thank of you. almost passing out. <laughs> We're yes. heat queens yes. on this show. Heat Thank queens. You. Heat queens. And yeah, it's every, us. every other second I'm asking myself, is this dangerous for me? Oh, is no. this too much? So this, this might person be too much. turns on the water and just deals with the cold water until it gets warm. Tim does the uh, ice shower after, like, before he gets out. He'll, like, do the 30-second just so cold shower, and then he'll get out. <sighs> 
Not for me. Psycho. I don't like forced pain. I don't. I don't, I don't he does the ice baths and stuff. I, I certainly don't like want to ruin a good hot shower yeah. by like doing a cold thirty second. I've seen some science about it. You know, a lot yeah. of people push that on me and all that kind sleep. of stuff. And, and, and every I've done time, the ice baths, stop it. Every time I read it, I go, "Wow, that sounds like something I really should do," and I can't. I've done yeah. it, and it's great. The ice bath. Yeah, I'll do, the the, I'll do it. I'll do it in the, the summertime. Plunge. Have you done the bath or just the plunge? Well, what's the same thing, right? You stay in for like three the minutes bath, you with stay the plunge. In for a while. Oh, stay in for like two minutes. Okay, that's pretty okay. good. Yeah, that's pretty solid. All right, another one. Normal or nope? During Christmas, my family will get together and have a cake that says "Happy Birthday, Jesus." We then sing "Happy Birthday" and eat cake. That's cute. That's cute. Is that normal for anybody here? No, no, no. But I think that's cute. I want a cake that's shaped like Jesus's face. And then you just eat Jesus's face. I think that's blasphemous. I'll be wow. honest with you. Okay. Yo, any excuse you can Seven get. Seven years back. Happy luck. birthday, Jesus. <laughs> any excuse you can get to have cake. And then you're also, you know, and to praise, praise the, Lord. the Lord. That's wonderful. Yeah. I don't know. If I was over at somebody's house and that's what they did, I'd go, this is weird and I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> no, going to take a cold shower. You'd go, I- I'm leaving. Can I have a piece to go? No, please? I would say this is weird. <laughs> it's a cake shaped like Jesus and they cut right at his rib first. And you're like, come right, on. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, where do you cut first then? What are you doing? Or can you have like, you know how on wedding cakes they have a little bride and groom? Like you have a little Jesus up there. Like. Yeah. On the cross? On the cross. This ah, is about birth. Michael Jackson. This is about birth. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Is it a, ma- is it a manger Jesus? Sweet baby little Jesus. I don't know. They sing happy birthday to Jesus and then they eat cake at Christmas. Yes. I mean, that is the reason for the season. It, it is, but it's odd. I was watching Bill Maher this Friday and he said that there's all sorts of people born on the 25th. And so he was saying that yeah. Jesus's birthday isn't actually the 12th. It's not. The twel- he was born 25th. in the summer. Right. Yeah. They got, so yeah, what they do know. we it, believe? It's a, well, they've no, it's co-opted. A representation. Uh, yeah, it's a representation. We've. It's a, actually a. Well, you should know this. It's, it's like a Wiccan const- holiday. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, pagan, Constantine or somebody right. like yeah. did mm-hmm. it to cover another pagan holiday or, oh. or something like that. You know. They liked the celebrations. They didn't like the. Uh, yeah, nobody's denying that. The root of the the origins of the celebrations. So they just. Uh, Rewrote history. That's what we've been doing for a long time. But All is right. there ever a bad time for cake? Is never, there, is there, never, I mean, no. never. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Get real. It's weird. it's weird. It's weird. Okay. It's, it's, no, it's nope as far as no nope. goes, I would say. Is it normal or nope squeezing the insides of the pizza rolls? All, you know, like eat, like squeeze all the goo out of the pizza rolls, <laughs> eat the crust, then eat the insides last. No. Well, that's weird. That's weird, isn't that's it? That's hella weird, dude. dude yeah. The gush is the best part. Like you bite into the pizza roll and it like gushes and get in your third mouth. Yeah. Yes. What? Like a third degree burns. Yeah. Yes, that like, is. We're heat supposed, queens. You're supposed to burn all the skin off the roof of your mouth That's when you right. eat pizza rolls. That's what I like do my it. showers like I like my pizza rolls. Scalding. Scalding. Yes. <laughs> Dangerous. Tasty. That's what I'm talking Scary. about. Scary. Never felt closer to anyone on the, and this entire show in my life than we start talking about scalding ourselves. Okay. <laughs> all right, normal or no? Okay, so nope. squeezing the insides of pizza rolls out. Hell no. That's, we put it on a toothbrush. By the way, uh, when, I, when I come out of the showers, my wife has been concerned because my skin is so bright red. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm just, Same. I look Tim like won't an shower with me because I, I, I look like the him. baby pig you dissected in biology. <laughs> yeah. When I get out, it's alarming. She's like, I don't, I don't think that's good for you. I'm like, nah. You don't need to exfoliate if you burn a layer Dude, off. Dude, in, in fact, I get it so hot that I start itching and I start scratching myself. And then I come out looking like, you know, I just, I got in a fight with some wild boars in there. <laughs> I'll turn around. She's always like, Dude, what happened to your back? I'm like, What, what do you mean? Like, Running oh, the bulls. Yeah, the, the water was so hot, I just started scratching. <laughs> All right, normal or nope? Uh, collecting your shredded hair, or I'm sorry, shedded hair on the shower, uh, on the shower wall and making artwork. Yep. 
do it all the time. You do it all the time. <laughs> I think that's a gal oh, thing. Awesome. I always long do the little, the little woo, like the little whirly. That's, that's right. so weird. I think the long, uh, the longer, I mean, long hair. That's the thing you do, right? I'll but do it make, with Tina's hair. You make artwork? <laughs> I'll write her name or write gross with her hair. <laughs> <laughs> leave it. Because she'll take it out and bald. leave it on the ledge. It'll yeah, be yeah. like a clump of my hair wife does like, that sitting on the ledge of the shower where my shampoo is. And I'll just be like, I'll just move it with my finger and like make it say gross. <laughs> I got to start doing it. <laughs> I just that. leave it on the that's wall. Brilliant. So I guess that's more normal than I thought. I thought. Oh, when yeah. I read about that, I thought, no, that's not normal. I guess it is. I get so sad, too. I'm like, God, my hair's just gone. Uh, <sighs> normal or nope, eating ice cream with a fork. Fine. With cake. With cake, yeah. If it's ice cream cake. No. Like, if there's ice cream on my cake, I will... Then you will fork it? Uh-huh. Hmm. I think that's a sign... It. That's a pretty solid sign of depression. <laughs> uh, well. If there's fork marks in your ice cream, that means all the spoons were dirty and you could have washed one and you were just like, nah. You guys drag your teeth, like, do you drag your teeth on your forks when you eat? My daughter did that last night. I almost threw her out of the house. Yeah. I do yeah. that like, and I don't stop realize doing, You got to stop doing that. You make the, sh like the yeah. unsheathing mm. of a sword in the movie. I'm sharpening my I wonder you had to get a crown. Because the way, t t when you sit at your dinner tables, does everybody have their assigned seat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And assigned kind of. utensils. Oh, assigned utensils? Tim wow. is a little fork and a little spoon guy. Oh, <laughs> And I am a long fork and long spoon girl. And he is very weird about it. Oh, Tim's a tiny fork guy? He's a tiny fork like guy. Like tiny fork guys in the handle or the actual fork? The Like the... You know how the like times. is it? Um, I guess it's the salad. It's like a salad fork. fork. Yeah, he requires a salad. The little fork. guy. Yeah. yeah, maybe he just feels like. And he's Hulk. a teaspoon guy. Yeah, he's a teaspoon Tim. Uh, maybe that makes him eat feel like he's eating more. I don't know what. Maybe it's slower. I love the big spoons. Yeah. Unless it's like a yogurt or something. I like those grapefruit spoons. I like point because then you small can go small spoons Ooh, for yeah. cereal. Ooh. Give me some. <laughs> Give me some. <laughs> small spoon for a cereal. I like like a teaspoon, regular size spoon if I'm eating like cereal mm. or like something I'm going to like make last. So I don't yeah. have to, or I don't have to, because I'm already uh, going to put a big okay. pile of cereal on there and I don't yeah. have to be like, well, okay. I do, I do the opposite because I want to get it over with. Okay. Speaking of making things last, normal or no, trying everything on your plate first and curating your last bite to be the best, like to, to be the best at the end. Yes. Definitely. Yes. 100%. And eating right. everything around that first. Mm -hmm. Unless it's fries, which I do think are the best. And I always go for those first because mm. I don't want well, them cold. Well, because they'll sog out. So trying everything on your plate first and curating that last bite to be the best to end on. And then eating everything around it first. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do that too. That's normal. Uh, anybody microwave your hot dogs to cook them? Yeah. Uh, when I was in college. When I was a kid, yeah. I mean, what, what, I mean yes. I mean, I, I don't eat I think it's vile. Man. I don't know. I think it's vile. The oven. I was told I could not use the oven. I could only it's use the vile. microwave. You think it's vile. I do. Why? To microwave hot dogs. I don't know. I think it's vile. I mean, if you're if, if it's like a lunch thing, you're just like doing it quick, or your son's like, "Yo, you make a hot dog real fast." You just like yeah, you get on a frying pan and just you know frying pan. I don't like oh, yeah. the boiling of the hot dogs in water. I think it's really gross. Yeah, dude. And then it smells <laughs> that water's all yo. We have like the water. So we, we had we have. Uh, I don't mind the boil. I'm trash. Like, that's a dirty yeah. water dog. I don't mind it if I don't see it. I had see no it. clue it was different. I don't mind the boil, dude. If, if you hand it to me, it's fine. They're always, it's a hot dog. Hot they dog is a hot up. dog. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, it's not. 
so we used to have um, on the on the writers, you know, like stage writers, uh, you would have uh, like a deli tray, you know, it'll say like lunch meats, deli tray, whatever tr- tr- language translates it to. Um, and then like a veggie tray and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And one time in China, and I forget which city, um, it got translated to lunch meats instead of deli tray. Mm-hmm. And we're looking around for the food and we see some chips and we see pickled chicken's feet over here. And then we see these thermoses, and it looks like coffee, like coffee thermoses. You know, the big yeah, boys, yeah. like this big? And we're like, how do we – and we figured to get the lids off, get the lids off, and it was boiling water with, like, 30 hot dogs in each thermos. No buns? Wow. No buns. So it got translated our, – our deli tray got translated to lunch meat, got translated to they, – they were like, well, let's just like give weird them Americans boiled hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give them a hot dog. <laughs> boiled hot dogs next to – Well, that's how they do it in New York City, the hot dog carts. It's all, it's all dirty water dogs. And yeah, chicken talons. I hate it. But see, that's okay. Like, if I'm on the streets of Chicago and there's a boiler of hot dogs, I'm down. Because for some reason it tastes better because it's all grimy. You know? Like, you're grimy, it's grimy. But if I want to boil them at my house, I'm going to... I don't know. I I just grill them. I don't know. I will say, the Foreman grill does work in a pinch. I like them grilled or even in a frying pan. And I got to cook the crap out of them. You don't like them in a microwave? I prefer them them split open. You watch it split open like an autopsy of a hot dog. <laughs> no, you gotta take a net. Uh, you take a little knife and whoosh, yeah, you gotta slit yeah, a little slice. I like to watch All it. Right, I spent too much time on this. Sorry. Oh. Gotta take a break. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I don't even remember what the normal or no was on that. Is it normal to microwave your hot dogs? Yeah. Split the room like a hot dog. Yes, yeah, in the, the microwave. <laughs> All right, I think we got time for a headline hooch next. Speaking of sausages, uh huh. Teaser, guys. This is comedian Nikki Glazer, St. Louis native, and you're listening to my favorite show, The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, one more thing. The Rizzuto Show headline hoosh. Sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of The Rizzuto Show. All right, so today's headline hoosh story comes for us from St. Petersburg, Florida, where a judge has ordered 61-year-old Ray Allen to have no contact with his wife following his arrest after hitting her in the face with a thrown sausage. Oh, no. What? We're yeah. just talking about hot dogs. I know. Is this microwaved? During a, quote, verbal altercation Saturday afternoon, Ray threw the sausage, I'm guessing it was pork, <laughs> and his wife. And according to the police report, the said sausage struck the 64-year-old victim on the right side of the face. EMS workers responded to the couple's home and washed the victim's eye out with a saline solution. Ray was arrested for domestic battery and booked into the county jail. Cobb said that alcohol may have been a factor. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> weird. I'm Shocking. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, the sausage linked to the battery was not seized. Nice use of sausage linked. Thank you. Hey. Thanks for picking that up. Very Appreciate good. that. Proud of you, man. Thank you. Really I tell you go from St. Petersburg, Florida. Ray Allen, you are today's headline news. <laughs> Guys, the worst. No, no, the worst. Oh. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Before we hand it over, uh, a new segment that's going to be every day. And Ray's been taking notes throughout the show. If needed, yes. If needed, and probably every day it will be needed. Yes. Rafe, 
briefly tell us today, what did we get wrong? Well, today you said Roberto Montalban when referring to Wrath of Khan, which what was a travesty. Idiot. Oh idiot. Oh, uh, the man's name is clearly Ricardo Montalban. He is a cultural icon. We corrected ourselves in the moment, but we want to own it here at the end of the show. And also, uh, for a brief moment, Moon thought Norman Lear created the Lear Jet. I'm so sorry. We'd like to I'm clear that up. Okay. Norman Lear did create Archie Bunker, but he did not have anything to do with the creation of private Which jets. Which is a common mistake. Mm -hmm. Common mistake. Uh, I understand. Common mistake. So, so this is just us at the end of every show, just correcting the record. Okay? Yeah, just, just making that right. does feel good. So we're, we're setting the record straight. Making good. All right. Uh today's podcast is called uh, the podcast is called This Woman Had Her Fist in My Mouth. Okay. Hell yeah. Right that on, happened. Scott. Okay. <laughs> he just gives you the thumbs up. Cool. All right. Anything else? We got to go. Uh, don't forget uh, Punk Rock Christmas tickets uh, this Saturday. Make sure you check out uh, 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 Sorry, Christmas in St. Louis. It's available everywhere. Spotify, Apple, blah, blah, blah. And there are VIP tickets available for Saturday. We're going to do a bunch of special stuff. Mission Taco is going to give you some food. Uh, we will have a special gift for you, an ornament only for the VIP folks. We're going to play some acoustic, and we'll give you a little tour of the stage and some of the venue. All right. Yep. Anything else? Tonight, tomorrow. Saturday and Sunday, I will be in a performance at the St. Louis Family Church Christmas production. You got to come check it out. And Thursday, I think one of my cousins is coming, so you can meet them if you want. All right. Thursdays would be awesome. Uh, tomorrow, be I'm going to be at Helen's and from 6 to 8 with Carrie Davis, and he's going to be watching football. I'm going to have a dance party by myself, dude. Yeah. I'm going to dance right. at Helen's on a Thursday from 6 to 8. Yeah. So come on out. We're going to eat. Um, and then my band is playing on Sunday, 2 to 5. Uh, we will be at Copper Fire in Belleville. Okay. I will also be at Copper Fire in Belleville, opening for Learn's Band. I have not been asked yet, but I will. <laughs> you can come be, out. I would love that. Doing a tight five. Just doing it on my own. So. <laughs> come out you to that be show. You off to the side, just doing right. your own thing. Do it. <laughs> All right. We'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots. Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Heron, Illinois. Megan yeah. Doty is our yeah, team. Megan. Yeah, Megan. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.